We're going, we don't need roads. Topic with the movie guys. I'm Sean Macy. With me, as usual, is my movie wife, Jason McDonald. Hi. And joining us today is a special guest. Yes, a very special guest, Liam White. Good evening. Hey, <laughs> hello, hello. Welcome aboard. How are you? Permission Thank to you. come aboard? Yes. Granted. <laughs> Now, uh, you guys rocked up today with your hockey jerseys. Yes. yes. Uh, what's yes. that all about? I don't know. Well, yeah, Liam, well, tell, tell, mine's, tell the world. Um, mine's in a bit of sim- uh, sympathy. My captain, oh, captain for Detroit Red Wings has just been medically retired due to a degenerative back uh, problem. So he's out. We have no captain anymore. So kind of in service to him and hockey season pre-season has just started and Red Wings won today so woo yay go go Red Wings <laughs> and yes. I, I just uh, felt left out so I put mine on so yeah. you put it yeah, on yeah. excellent hey guys before we go any further I should probably mention what what are you going to mention man about a year and a half ago mm-hmm. you know Jason and I sat down and said hey man we should do a podcast about the way that we uh, you know Talk about films yeah, and that people are usually I remember interested. That. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, a few months later, we turned around and created a podcast. We committed, and today is one year no since we did that. There we go. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I can't believe it's actually one year. I know. Now that I hear that song, it's probably the wrong choice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you had one job, my I know, friend. I know, I know. Now, uh, listen. Also, just to remind everyone, Liam is a av- avid listener, but also we call Liam from time to time on mm, the podcast, yes. and people will know Liam, yes, uh, for the wonderful Wookie impression that we <laughs> often get him to do. Now, yeah. um, so firstly, yeah. you need to talk Wookie this whole podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's live in the studio one, guys. Okay, actually, live. Can, can we just do it really quiet for a second? I just want to get you doing it. Hang on, with before, no we sound. Do, before we oh, do, okay, right, right. I want to do mine first. Oh, okay. All right. Hang on. Just that was pretty good. That was really good. I mean, yeah, how did you get that little tinniness? That, that, that tone, <laughs> the pitch. That was and how it stopped so phenomenal. suddenly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it was on my app. It was an app. <laughs> You're on to me. Now, oh, for the real uh, was one. Was that worth the fourteen ninety nine that you paid? It was seventeen ninety nine. Shut up. Now, listen. L- l- let's listen to the Wookiee live <clears> in <throat> the studio. No pressure, Liam. Oh, there's a lot of pressure. You ready? And okay. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, what you guys can't see is the effort and the, the expression that is on Liam's face because he really goes there. Man. I really can we do that one more time because okay. I want to. I want to film this for people. Okay. I was kind of just looking into Sean's eyes while I was doing it as well. I felt a moment there. I, uh, yeah, I love Wookie. So yeah. All right. Uh, whenever you're ready, mate. Up, okay. Hashtag Wookie. 
great. Now, happy anniversary, my movie wife. Thank you. Or are you the husband? I'm the husband. Oh. Yeah. Where'd you get each other? I was waiting for you to one day catch up on uh, on that. Going, hang on, but who are you? Are you a husband? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, Liam has a good point. What what did you get me? Uh, I got you some business cards. Oh, yes, I see them in yes, front of me. We uh, we finally, after a year, we thought, all right, we're actually doing this. <laughs> we better start telling people about this. <laughs> yeah, we should start telling people. <laughs> We've been, uh, you know, I think both of us can admit that we're we're not the greatest on social media. Uh, so while you see all these younger, you know, I was going to call them stallions, influencers yeah. out there, you know, posting every single day that about 18 title. times. It is. You I can I, wear a G-string as well, you know. I'd pay you not to. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon, here we come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll give you money. Uh, oh, you got furfies, brah. Yeah, I did, mate, yeah. Nice. Yeah, thanks. How yeah, many I thought have you got? Oh, you can have one if you like. No, I, how many have you got? I got eight because it, it was a special. One for Liam and one for me. Okay. And then you can have the other six. Yeah, sure. Okay. Nice. <laughs> I don't think I've actually ever had a furfies. Oh, they're great, man. Yeah. They're very good. Very good. They're very, very good. Um, and also at our local pub, you can get the pint, which is Ooh. the important thing, mm. right? But, but back to movies. Back to movies. That's what back we're to here movies. For. Unless we're going to talk beer fest. Oh, the movie? Because Oktoberfest is coming up. Yes. Uh, so maybe we could. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what are we doing? And if you have a look at every oh, tab on my uh, Safari, some... it's Oktoberfest oh, on the Central Coast. You... Where are we going? Yes. A uh, little segue. You would have seen Cameron, uh, mate, in Cam- uh, Canada. I was in yes. Canberra. Yeah. He had the Das Boot. They went out. Oh, Das Boot. And they had the proper um, the German boot. boots. And shoey. they were drinking out of them. Yeah. Oh, shoey. Yeah, they had a great chewy. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. One right. of my work colleagues actually just came back from Germany and Oktoberfest. Has anyone else been to Oktoberfest here? I've only been to Australian ones. Yeah, no same. overseas ones, unfortunately. I've been yeah. to um, one in Fairfield. Oh, yeah. A that was a big one. I've been to that one. Yep, a couple in the city. And then they moved up to the coast. Yeah. For about two years, they did it up on the coast. Like the Fairfield guys come up to the yeah, central right. coast. Yeah, yeah. Was it was that amazing, up in the, right? Was that up, up in the Carry Bush on. area? Yeah, yeah Carry On Hill. Yeah, that was great. And it was amazing. There's but another then... one at Carry On Hill this year. Oh. Oh, we do? Yeah, because I've got them all open up. Uh, there's one at Central Coast Brewery on different days as well. Oh. Um, okay, well, we've got to suss that yeah, out. We'll yeah, we'll work that out. <laughs> we'll Maybe we'll bring this uh, podcast live. Imagine that after about 18 pints of uh, German <laughs> People lager. don't have to imagine. Just listen to some of the early episodes. <laughs> <laughs> While we have Liam in the room, um, I thought we'd have a little bit of a gaming section, you know. Oh. I'm a bit of a gamer. You're a, Sean, you're a bit of a gamer. Yep. But Liam is probably what I would class as like a hardcore gamer, right? Self-confessed sure. gaming nerd, yeah? Yeah. yeah. He, you know, he's got his whole full sure. PC set up and he showed me the other day and it's like this living, breathing organism. It's yeah, beautiful, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Glows in the dark and makes you, you know, look all... Does it have water coolers and stuff? No, I'm saving up for a liquid cooling system soon. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> exactly, <very good>. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just said it there. So, uh, in... In your own time, Liam, let's have a little gaming conversation. What, what's been happening? What have you been playing? What's going on? Oh, what have I been playing? Um, lately, I've been playing Tekken 3. But Tekken no, no. 3, cool. Um, <laughs> no. Last weekend, I played basically, oh, I'd say a solid 18 hours over the weekend of uh, Blackout, the beta for Call of Duty. Oh, um, yeah, right. Yeah, Fans, so it's yeah. going to be the, hopefully the PUBG or uh, please, please be the Fortnite killer because yep. I'm so sick of... <laughs> Seeing kids come into my work doing the stupid dabs and uh, the floss. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's really frustrating. My, my kid's never played it. He's six years old. And, and can, he still comes back and goes, I got the Fortnite, Fortnite dance. And you're just like, yeah, yeah, cool. 
Don't. Yeah, just, just stop. <laughs> I, I came sixth in Fortnite once. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I did. That's cute. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. That's cute. <laughs> so, and Sean, you've. You bought the um, beta well, as well. You I'm, I'm actually really glad well. that you brought all this up because yeah. I have a what would you do okay. question. Yeah. All right. So I go into uh, one of the major retailers for games. And while I'm perusing the shelves, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do there. I was just actually killing time. Mm-hmm. And the guy walks up and says, hey, what do you want? And I'm, I, I just thought, oh, whatever. Uh, I saw Call of Duty there. Did you want to get his fact, number? Or? I, I fact, like Call of Duty. Really? So I said, oh, just, you know, call the duty. I'm just thought, when does, it. It, when does it come out? <laughs> when does this come out? And uh, it's right there, October 12th. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, October 12th, right. Uh, or whatever it is, October 6th. Good days after my birthday, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, nice. And um, anyway, uh, so I said, oh, cool. I know. And he goes, oh, you know, if you put it on, um, on pre-order. pre-order, you'll get a code so you can play the beta, the beta version uh, of like the Fortnite stuff. Even on the next gen consoles. Uh, <clears throat> do you have a PlayStation 4? Or, you got the Xbox, Xbox, don't you? Ah, so you one. missed out. There was a whole controversy thing with the pre order on PlayStation only. So oh. they got old um, Black Ops, I think it was Black Ops 2 and 3 maps um, for the PS4 version of Black Ops 3. Yeah. They got the old maps and for the upcoming. Black Ops Four, so like yeah. it was like there's a lot of well, issues of you know. How do you feel about that, Sean? Well, that, that, that's fine because I wouldn't have a clue. And that, that's what comes yeah, yeah, into yeah. this, right? He didn't know any mm. better. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to know any better. Yeah. Uh, so he sells me on this, going, "Put your ten dollars down. I'll give you a code. You go home, play the the better version, and you know, wait for the game to come out." Cool. All right, ten bucks. I'm I'm sold. Do you fuck you? Do you fuck you through the drive-through? So. I, I put the I put it in I put the code in doesn't work try it again try different variations of it doesn't work so I go online onto the community of the call that you know because you had to sign up for Activision yep you had to sign up for Call of Duty yeah, yeah it's a cold so passing I, so I did all of this you're allowed so, permission to my microphone <laughs> so I went in yeah I went into the Call of Duty community and sure enough there it was like all about Xbox One Xbox One and then I finally find that it actually shut down. Um, Xbox One versions three days before I bought it. Ow. So here is my question to you guys. What would you do in that instance? You've paid $10, sold on the fact that um, you get to go home and so play you're, this. You're, think, you're thinking that sales assistant has pocketed the $10 or it's no, just gone? No, no, no. no, no it's all. just dead I money. don't think he knew. Honestly, um, he would have been, yeah, well misinformed. He would have just been doing the, the thing this of, oh, hang on. of a week yeah. ago. So PlayStation 4 for this COD and the past few CODs have had the exclusive, exclusive. access yep. to like yeah. the new content like X amount of weeks or days before the rest. So for them, they're just kind of like, well, it's going to be the same for everyone else. They just work there. A lot of them don't even play half the titles there. They play <laughs> like a sp- specific genre and they'll stick yeah. with that. Yeah. yeah. So. I, look, I think this guy was doing the, the best job to his yeah. ability that he, he could. He was misinformed yes. a bit. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what would, well, I would, okay. My, okay. Yeah. Let me, let me no, answer your you question. Do? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I am all about convenience. And <laughs> so, and it's $10. So I would just go, damn it, and move on. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But there'd be a side of me that would want to go down and say, hey, listen, you know, I did this. I didn't get the beta version access. I can have my $10 back. Yeah, yeah. But I couldn't be bothered. That's me. Yeah. You? Liam? See, 
I play mine on PC, so I've got no... <laughs> I don't have problems like that. Yeah. Um, what are you talking about? I'm, I'm, I've had access for four weeks. It's your fault weeks. for having an Xbox. No, no, no I'm, I'm super empathetic about that whole situation because it's sure. happened to me about other games. No, it, it has because I do still play my PlayStation 4 quite a bit. It's just a whole fact of it's super frustrating because you were promised something and then you got home and it wasn't there. You're like, ah, shit. Have you always been PlayStation? Other than PC? No, no. So my first ever console, if we're going way back, was a Nintendo Pocket, Game Boy Pocket, Pocket. (laughs) Nintendo Game Boy Pocket. Um, And then from there, my first console that my parents bought me was Nintendo 64. A few years later, I got a... Yeah, I had that one. A PlayStation 2. And my parents paid that. But then I wanted an Xbox. You never had... Oh, okay. So have you... I wanted an Xbox because of Halo. I played oh, Halo, yeah, Halo at yeah. a mate's house and I was like, <laughs> I, I gotta have it. I gotta have that. And yeah. at this time I was like 12. In the early days with Halo 1 and 2, you had to have it, right? Yeah. yeah. I was like 12 or 13 and mum worked at a medical profession centre on the Central Coast and they were like, well, we need someone to do letterbox drops to give out the pamphlet things. Oh, yeah. So we'll give I you $10 an hour at, you know, 11 or 12. And I did enough letterbox drops to save up enough money because my parents were like, screw you, we just bought you a PlayStation 2, we're not giving you an Xbox. <laughs> so I saved up yeah. enough to buy my own bloody Xbox to get Halo. So, so that, what X, you had Xbox, what, 360? No, or? original Xbox oh, okay. with the fat controller and I still wish they made a hybrid version of the fat controller. I love that big, because <laughs> I've got big hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. You know what they say about guys with big hands? They're, they're hard to right. find a really they're, good fitting controller. They're big? Yeah, yeah, I've heard that, yeah. Yeah, it's really hard to get a good controller. And you're, you're a bit of a switcher too, Sean. You've toggled between PS, uh, PlayStation and Xbox as well, right? Uh, I wouldn't say toggled. I switched once. Oh, okay. I thought uh, it was a toggle. So I thought I, it was a toggle. If, if we're going chronologically here, I'll give you a quick little uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, where let's we go. went. Yeah. Uh, so I had uh, an Atari. Um, Atari. Whatever that was. Uh <laughs> Then I had uh, – actually, no, before the Atari, I had um, a plug-in to the back of a black-and-white television that had, like, a rotating knob on it, and you could play that um, tennis with the two um, – Pong? Yeah, Pong. Yeah, just pong, pong. back and forth, yeah. yeah. Pong. But it, but it was black-and-white. There was no colour. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it was this really old thing. So, yeah. The OG computing play game. Yeah, so yeah. I had that. Um, then, yeah, Atari, uh, and then I played – a lot of Commodore 64 through my cousins and that. Yeah, I, I had Commodore 64, which was yeah. a tape drive, mm. like a literal tape drive. Yeah. Yes, I've seen yeah. one in action, yeah. but I've never been able to play one myself, but yes. Um, yes. Then I had an Amiga 500, um, which was basically the next one on from Commodore 64, like yeah. a thing when it was discs, like floppy disks, three and a half inch or whatever they are. Um, so I had those. That was my favourite. Because you could just copy games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So whoever had games, like every, I don't even know how it, how it worked. Yeah. Internet still wasn't really a thing. Nah. No, it was so, all DOS-based. Yeah. So, yeah. again, my cousins helped me out with that. They, they were very much into it. Uh, and then I think, um, we're probably going to skip a couple of steps, but I think I went um, Super Nintendo. Um, oh, the old SNES. PlayStation. Yeah. Xbox. Wii at the same time as um, Xbox. Yeah, we was complimentary. Yeah. It wasn't like a move. You couldn't it live just, off it. Yeah. No. no. Yeah. It was, um, a, it was a fun fad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100% trend. And, and it was groundbreaking, yeah. but it was exactly that. It was a trend. And then X360 and X1, which okay. are right now. Mm. Yeah. All right. I've been Xbox all the way through. I've been loyal. 
very, very loyal. I mean, obviously, I did Snares and, and Commodore 64 as well. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. with the next, with the new generation of pla- um, platforms, it's been Xbox the whole time. Mm. Can I just apologize up front for my voice, guys? <laughs> I'm, I'm at the back end of a, a flu, like I'm, I'm over the flu, but my voice is like really starting to go. So uh, there will be times there it might be quite grating if you're listening on your headphones <laughs> or in the car. <laughs> so I'm You ruined really my pushing. joke because I was just about to say, well, it's no more grating than usual. So. now um anyway so i wanted to just announce to everyone in the in the world that we're now called the uh the game guys yeah (laughs) no we're not (laughs) i was like i've got a name (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so well that's really interesting um i've been obviously playing uh continue to play borderlands 2 yeah Uh, i spent many an hour on that on the xbox um And uh, Sean and I occasionally play, we'd like to play more, yeah. but occasionally play like um, driving race games online yeah. together over the uh, inter- interwebs. If we had that when we were in our 20s, early interwebs. 20s, uh, yeah, would have been all over it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we, we want to, um, for those who give a shit, <laughs> we want to do like a 24-hour real-time Bathurst race. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what are we doing? Project Cars, right? Yeah. And they have Bathurst there and I mean drive the Fords and the Holdens or whatever. And we just want to do like this real time twenty four hour, yep. you know, piss in a cup style. Well, or if you yeah. have to go to the toilet, you have to stop. You know If you have to eat, drink, sleep, whatever, yeah. that's that's at your own peril. Yeah. Uh, so you work out ways to get around it. So you is that are... mental or is that is that competitive? So, or is that more? What well, is that? Do we need to see a doctor or are we going to win Okay, something? you could do the rules for like what they do for Guinness Book of Record kind of thing. So, for example, there was some psychopath who... Um, in, so we're in the psychopath no, category. I, I say that in a, in, a, in a good way of like he's an idiot for doing it. So he did like a 24-7 VR thing for like 40-something hours. Some oh, kid in Sydney. He's like 21, set the world record for longest streaming and constant VR. And every hour they're That'd allowed... That'd be a Telstra record, wouldn't it? Of, no. Constantly streaming for 41. <laughs> I was, was about to say, well, no, no, it couldn't be Telstra. It would have dropped out already. Um, <laughs> hey, that could be my next employer. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but their rules for the um, that is for every hour you're spending, like looking at the screen, you get a 10-minute break or a five-minute break. Yes. So you could stockpile that up. So if you needed to pay, you just went and paid. Or if you're – are you both going to be doing this – race at the same time like both we're racing, racing in, we're, there's four of us four of us four yeah, of us there's four, okay. four mates. homes okay yeah, in our own homes yeah four mates and maybe we can have a uh, no we can't have a sub driver can we a substitute driver no no so okay, if you, you need, otherwise like, who's paying who do most? I have who's paying me the most <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good idea a substitute substitute driver or just could we stream that and um, you know have a Are cinema stream it and, and people watch it or no? You can do it through Twitch, yeah. They'd sure. watch. If we if, yeah, up, Twitch, oh, yeah, if we did yeah. that, they'd watch it. Yeah, for sure. A 24-hour thing. Dude, everyone loves those kind of things. Everyone yeah. on Twitch was watching, is it Bob Ross, the painter, like the famous? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was doing Twitch streams and he had, he was making so much money. Yeah, people Not talking that. about just the money thing, but the views he was getting was just yeah. ridiculous for watching this dude. Is that paint. exclusive to gaming? No. No. There's IRL like Twitch is a platform now, so like it's majority of it is for gaming. Yes. So you can go and watch people play games, and 
It's kind of peer-to-peer viewing, I guess. Yeah, no. So, like, a lot of um, tournaments are now hosted through stuff like Twitch. So, like, the tournaments will be projected onto Twitch. So, yeah. like, for a big one for me is the RLCS, which is Rocket League. Um, like oh, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I haven't played that yet. I, I love that. Rocket League. It's, like, one of my go-to games. If I'm ever bored, I'll just go play that because really fun game to learn but really hard to master. Yeah, yeah. And these guys watching the pros play, they're just – they're crazy, yeah. but watching the RLCS, I was able to do that through Twitch. I, w- I didn't have to go onto Rocket League's website and then watch it through there. I could just go onto Twitch and press Rocket League, and it came up with all that. And you can search for different games. They do IRL streams, so it all started from like YouTube back in the day, and then Twitch was like, "We could do this better," and they're yeah, doing yeah. better. Do you, uh, you know if people are watching Gogglebox? Yes, on on television, which I have now. Second episode into Gogglebox. I watched last week's episode and this week's episode. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, like I was laughing last night. It's pretty belly, funny. Yeah. Belly laughing. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and if you can watch that, then you so know, can watch anything. That's yeah. one of watch my big, people watch. That's one of my big yeah. arguments with, especially like I have this argument with my mum all the time. She comes upstairs. I'm gaming on one of my monitors. My second monitor's got Twitch, and I'm watching like one of my favorite streamers. Like you know, on Twitch, Mum's like, "Why are you watching someone play computer games?" I'm like, "Why are you watching like Gogglebox downstairs?" Yeah, like it's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. I'm... It's the same as me watching people masturbate. Like, on... Yeah, like on, no, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Speaking of switch of tone, <laughs> hey. later on in this episode, <laughs> we have a gonna... top five that's a doozy. Yes, yeah, so we're gonna have a top five that's looking at switch of tones uh, based on a simple favor. <laughs> so you can clearly see that uh, Liam loves gaming. Like I. I love gaming, yeah. but you talk on a different level to, oh, to myself and this oh, completely. Yeah, 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 this, yeah. This, this is I understand me. what you're saying mostly. Mostly, yeah. 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 I was gonna say I could go into way more detail, no, especially, on, <laughs> especially on games that are like yeah. that I play now that <laughs> I've been playing for years that aren't really. I think I'm only pop, in touch like with this sort of stuff yeah. or the, the stereotypical Demand, nerd yeah, games yeah. like WoW and things like that. Yeah, I'm only in touch with this sort of stuff because of the high school work that I did for six years. Mm. Uh, Walking into the – the kids have – you know, it's a boarding house, so they have their own rooms. You walk in while they're supposed to be doing homework and they're allowed to listen to music, but they'll have on YouTube with some gamer streaming Mm -hmm. and their argument is I'm not watching it, I'm listening to it. Mm. And when I first came across it, I I couldn't comprehend. How could you listen – to a gamer playing, you know, it just doesn't make sense. It took me a while to get my head around it. But I get it now. It's massive entertainment. And that's the thing. There's people like Dr. Disrespect out there. And if you haven't seen Dr. Disrespect, go look at him. His name's Dean. I can't remember his last name, but he plays things like Fortnite, pub, uh, PUBG, the new COD blackout. He's just, an. that's his business is entertainment. So he has this stupid moustache, which is amazing. Like stupid by like, it's just ridiculously. He puts his wig on and glasses and he <laughs> dances. He does all this stupid stuff, but he makes a mozza and he's following is like a cult following. Yeah. They call, they used to be called the slick daddy club. They're now called something else because he went away for a while. <laughs> well, I'm going to get into that because at the yeah. moment, you know, I've got a little bit of time on my hands oh. uh, <laughs> yeah. and while I'm doing this other podcast. <laughs> if, if you go and watch like the big Twitch people, they're, People aren't watching them because they're really good at the games. They sure they might be, but it's they're they're great at entertaining. Saying, yeah. They're really good at reading a lot of the comments that are going on at the same time. Yeah, so, right. do podcasts uh, use Twitch platform or not? Not really. Uh, some do. Um, From a video oh, what's his name? I was talking about him this morning. Um, Silent Bob. 
Kevin, Kevin Smith. Smith. He twitches sometimes. Okay. Um, some of the authors I um, of books I read twitch. And it's not like you'd, you'd sit there and watch like Pac-Man on Twitch, would you? Yeah, some people do. So really? there's yeah. literally a oh, conversation. to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Really? All that, that, yeah. Um, there's literally people who do speed records of old school games. That was me. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, who just, yeah, do world record try and breakings. Now we've got to move on because this is the movie, guys. It is. not. Yeah, yeah, so definitely. I want to get into... TV shows. Cool. First. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. And and okay. you'll never you'll never okay. you'll never okay. guess what? Okay. Fifty two cards. Cass got her first single date on The Bachelor. Oh yeah. <laughs> Turned out for what? <laughs> oh yeah, where is it? It's too late. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um Liam's <laughs> Liam's face has just gone. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. Did, did I you... could talk for hours about gaming and you've just gone straight yeah. to bloody uh did you, Bachelor. Did, did you worse <laughs> is for some people that'll be actually more entertaining. But you know, each did, to their own. Did you hear? What happened with her uh, and how they cut her in the show when um, – you've seen the last episode, right? When yes. she goes no. on – yeah, well, that's, that's fine. You can, you can hang out. She goes to uh, – what's the place called? You just the, have yourself a beer and just chill out and I, relax. I'm happy Wet and Wild yeah. in Sydney. Yes, wet and so wild, she goes yeah, there and then they yeah. go on to what, – what's that um, contraption called? Basically it drags yeah, the, you. Like the fly fly drop or whatever. The fly drop, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, they take you what feels like a kilometre into the yeah, air, yeah. right? And 75 metres. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then um, uh, Nick plays a prank on her yes. and pulls his cord, but he's set it up so only her cord that's on her side will release She has release to pull them. his cord, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but she doesn't understand it. She knows it's him. So anyway, he pulls a cord, doesn't work. Uh, so she's like... And the voiceovers are like, oh, I think I'm going to die, all that sort of yeah. stuff. And then they cut it beautifully because no doubt they've captured this about like, you know, 10 hours later and then inserted this in. Yes. Because that's what I would do. Yeah. And the, <laughs> she's like, at least we'll die together. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I was wow. like, yeah, yeah, stalker. Like, because wow. if you don't know anything about this cast girl, uh, <laughs> basically she knew Nick before they went into The Bachelor a little bit. You know, oh, they went I saw on that a couple on the of dates. Yeah. Is that yeah. the blonde chick? And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and she looks, really she's lovely. Cr- she's a lovely, lovely, kind hearted yeah. girl who. Clearly has a you know eighteen year old infatuation with <laughs> with Nick right, and who looks like she gets you know the like a schoolgirl crush thing you know yeah but it looks like she gets help via some sort of um, medicinal means throughout the show. She's got the really big eyes though. Oh she? man, well yeah. big eyes. Her pupils are oh, the biggest pupils, thing yeah. in her. Yeah. I've in noticed her that. Yeah, because sometimes they're completely dialed the way they should be, but for especially early on in the yeah. show, they were. Pilling. <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah. Uh, so she was she was definitely on it. And, you know, ecstasy would uh, give you an yeah. actual reason as to why she's so in love. And scattered. <laughs> and scattered. Oh. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, so Cass got her first date. Happy, 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 joy, Ooh, joy. Yeah. Um, what else do you want to talk about, Batch? Anything else on Batch? Um, oh, who went last night? It was a big one. Do we? Can we talk spoilers? Yeah, we can talk spoilers. Yeah, because this this will be a, a Shaz Shazza Shazza Shannon. She yeah. left absolutely. Like Liam is clearly I'm, I'm, devastated. I'm really upset. Are you okay, man? I think I live. It's not your yeah. fault. I know. She, she I think was I I think I gorgeous. Yeah. And and when they walked outside, and he and she said to him. You know, you you didn't get to know me. I was holding things back because they didn't get time together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Did they even go on a single date? Like a 
No, the, the, she was the first. Oh, she was, she the, was first. the very first because you came in a little bit later, right? Yeah. No, no. She, I wish. I wish the oh, whole thing. But okay. I mean, yeah. you know, I so she was the first date, and then nothing, right? Yeah, and that's hard. Like, and I, while she was telling him this and pouring her heart out, that could have been different. Like Nick had this just smirk on his face, as if to say, "Yeah, all right, get in the car, love." Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't. Well, pick that's that up. what I, that's what I got yeah, from it. Yeah, interesting. Anyway, <laughs> Liam is completely tuned out. Listen, we cater for every demographic of the show. And you know what? You human me. We're doing reality. I'm putting myself through The Bachelor just yeah. so I could talk for about it right now. Fresh content. I've never watched it in my life. Um, and yeah. in fact, when I used to work on some of the shows I, at Warner Brothers run, I'd go into the Warner Brothers office and I saw, I don't even know their names, but I saw like The Bachelor, the guy... Bachelor, Bachelorette, I guess. Uh, no, it's a guy. It's a guy bachelor last year. There's dark hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maddie, Maddie J. Maddie J, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I saw, so I, don't, I didn't watch it, but I saw him in the office. And I, even then, because you have to be professional, you're not allowed to go around and say, oh, I saw the, who's going to be the next bachelor. Get fired. Now, listen, we, yeah, look, I know that Jane from Blacktown is out there listening to our podcast and she cares. Yeah. She does. No yeah. one in the States, no. especially our second biggest city that listens to us, which mm. is Ashburn. I sit there going, guys, I'm like, I'm yeah. clawing at this. What's happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the 30 second skip button? Where is that? Now, but to keep them engaged, They've let's talk about Survivor. Times. Survivor. Oh so let's God. talk about yeah. Australian Survivor. No yeah. matter, uh, you watch it? I try to. I've try watched to. a few episodes, but uh, I just haven't had time, unfortunately, yeah, with work commitments and whatnot right now. Look, no matter where you are in this world, excuses. Oh, Survivor no. makes sense to you. I did watch one episode where the girl on the team that kept losing broke her ankle. Or the contenders. Screwed, yeah, the contenders. Yeah. Yeah, she stuffed up her ankle and then everyone voted her out, even though they're like, no, we got you back. We're on your side, girl. And yeah. yeah, but you can't. You've got to get rid yeah, of Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. But it was a very emotional episode. Like yeah. one of the only episodes I watched the whole way through. And I was like, ooh, okay. Well, I this like week this. was one of the most emotional weeks for me. And Doozy. and and also following up Gogglebox this week, <laughs> which also watched it and they were watching yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and they and they were, lost their shit. They oh man, did you 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 seen it then, Jay? The Goggle Box this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, yeah there were two kids. Of a reality junkie. When uh, and you know spoilers if you don't want to know because you got it on record. You it's last week. Deal with it. Mm. Um, but but Matt Rogers, who's been basically running the game, and usually people He's that run the, the game, man. but usually people that are run the game or the Godfather, you want you, everyone's actively going get rid of this guy. Yeah, or girl, or whatever. It's a strategic thing. You got to get rid of them near the end because they're the ones holding everything together. Yeah, and it was this one guy, Benji, that was gunning for him the whole time. Uh, the millionaire. The mil- the millionaire, yeah. and uh, and you know, in a way, you can sort of see, I guess, why he's a millionaire because um, he uh, it gets Man. to yeah, it gets he, to a point yeah. where um, we know what's going to happen. Basically, the votes are somewhat split between Maddie and Benji. And uh, Sean hops up to play her immunity idol. Ooh. But she tells her, she tells Jonathan, I'm going to play it for Matt. Because that's what Matt and Sean have talked about. Yep. And because Sean's a Matt alliance. Yep, exactly. And if that happens, Benji goes home. Yeah. So as, as she's handed this over to Jonathan and she's said the words, I, I'm playing it for Matt, yep. Benji's cut Turns in and said, around. oh, oh, and also he also sort of pre- uh, preempted this on the beach earlier by saying, "I've heard your Sean. I've heard your name come up. 
I yeah. think people are going to be calling your name. So yeah. when it got to this point, she's handed over, said Matt. He's turned around and said, no, 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 Sean. Sean, no, save yourself. So she's thinking... Like the 11th hour stuff. You 11th know, like, hour. Like he's gone. He's actually gone. Gone. But then under his breath almost like he's like, no, 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 don't do and this. And he's working. You can see this. it in his head. He's working yeah, it out. How do I play this? How do I play and this? And for some reason, she yeah. goes and believes him. And, and goes, believes him. Okay. And flips her vote. <laughs> Not great for a lawyer. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Sean's a lawyer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of those anyway, wig it was wearing ones. It was amazing that he actually influenced her to change that. Yep. I couldn't believe it. I've never seen anything like that on Survivor. So then you get to the second ep this week yeah. and uh, <laughs> Matt's just sitting, the godfather is just sitting there with like death eyes. Yeah. This is like Matt, I know so Matt. Who, he, and so after that whole thing, who got sent home? Uh, so Matt got sent home. So Matt got sent home. Because yeah, she amazing. played, she ended up second guessing herself, yeah. playing it for herself. Oh, so wow. then Matt got sent home. Wow. And got and, So Benji got Matt out and got rid of her idol. Amazing, yeah. right? Yeah. But you're right. So then Matty, who who everyone loves Matty, right? He's yeah. a great guy. Yeah. But he uh, uh, did get to his head near, near the last week or so, sure. right? Yeah. I could feel it's that. It's hard you know? not to, I guess. Yeah. yeah. He, he was on top of the ladder and he was becoming a bit of a godfather. Absolutely. Yeah. And just dictating and puppet mastering everything, right? Yeah. That annoys me a little bit. When it goes to your head, I'm like, you know what? You're going to be stripped down. So when Benji was challenging, who I haven't liked throughout the whole series, because no, no. he's a snake, yeah. I'm sitting there going, yeah, go, go, go. Even though in Gogglebox, people were losing their shit. Oh, man. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. they're clearly uh, league fans, right? So yeah. I get that, right? Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm not so much. So I didn't really have that uh, attachment. Yeah. But, um, or Union. He's a dual legend. He is. Don't forget. Yeah, right. Okay. Mm. Well, anyway, there's still the AFL guys still there, so <laughs> <laughs> and Brian. Right. <laughs> anyway, oh my God, he's was, disgusting. It was amazing television. He yeah. is disgusting. I'm so glad that they that he uh, drew, uh, so he went to climb up to to then jump back off this platform into the water. But before he did, he started peeing off the platform into the ocean, yeah. and usually he would cut all that stuff out. But it really gives you a view as to who he is. Yeah, he's so I don't I don't say comfortable in your own skin because that's not he is the same person that when you go to a public toilet and you're you know you're going to the toilet I clock people behind me just for safety more than anything. But because you're clocking <laughs> them, I also go oh uh, they're actually they were actually walking out without washing their hands. They haven't washed yeah. their hands. That's disgusting. That's who Brian is to me. He's the guy that goes into a toilet. And then walks out without washing his hands. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's disgusting. I, I, yeah, I, I, I do that as well. Hey, I always like, especially when I'm out drinking on like a Friday night or something like that, and you, you know, you're at the urinals or something like that, yeah. and some guy just like, you know, pats you on the back, like, all right, you know, drunk as anything, <laughs> and then walks straight out after pee. I'm like, great. One, you just touched me. Two, you haven't washed your hands. Yeah. Like, it makes you think, man, like this is for a whole other podcast about oh. uh, what I'm going to call the human space uh, where, you know, every time you touch bubble. somebody, especially men, mm. you're like, I don't want to shake your hand. I know you want to shake my hand, but I don't want to shake your hand because... You've touched stuff. I, yeah. In my calculations, <laughs> 88% of people that I've been in a toilet near have not washed their hands. It's yeah. disgusting. Anyway, what have you been up to this week in terms of uh, like watching things? Oh, so what's on your radar? I've just finished watching um, Disenchantment and Paradise PD. So oh my god, I haven't seen either of those. So what's they're on Netflix. Uh, Disenchantment's the oh, new Matt Groening one. Yes. Yeah. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Um, I went in with high hopes because it's Matt Groening and I love yeah. the old Simpsons. 
Yeah. I'll say that because I honestly haven't watched the new Simpsons in a long time. But um, yeah, I liked it. I thought it could have been more. There was some pretty good uh, twists and turns. Yeah, okay. Um, I really liked Elfo, the elf. The elf, uh, I haven't watched it. I'll yeah. go, yeah. Hi, I'm Elfo. <laughs> he, he, he's just like annoying character that's just funny because he's such a annoying character. It's like the fish out of water kind of character. Sam- oh, right. I was going to say, he sounds like, if you're going to put it, Mac Roning, um, there's that young kid that always walks around going, like, I ate a pencil. Ralph Wiggum, yep. <laughs> is that yep. who it is? Yeah. <laughs> I choo choo choose you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, we're good at impressions on the show, aren't we? Uh, we're, we're great. Um, have I ever shown you my uh, Wookiee one? Or? <laughs> you have. It's, it's fantastic. Can we capture that one? No. I've, I've got plenty of those to play. <laughs> Go back into the catalogue. Um, so you're yeah. giving that a thumbs to the side. Uh, Sounds like you're a honestly, little bit... Negative. I enjoyed the first few episodes. I, it was good kind of character building. It was It was great for that kind of... Sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I just opened my beer and it uh, shot across, shot across Liam's beard. It yeah, I'm going to do my rabbit ears, <laughs> open the beer. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, uh, it, yeah, it was good. Um, I just, the ending was a bit weird for me because they've left it super open for second season, yeah, like yeah. they're doing these days, but it just felt like they shouldn't have left it the way they did for... A series. I know it was a Netflix series, yeah. but it's no Rick and Morty. No, no, that that's on another level. Um, another one. I can't remember. I think it's either Deep Space or Lost Space or something like that. Um, that animated yeah. one on Netflix. If you haven't watched that, definitely watch that. That's yeah, yeah that's okay. great. I, I've actually heard that it's a really it's, well done production. Hang yeah. on, let, let me really write this good. down. What is it? I think it's Deep Space. Thing. Is it D-Space? There is a Lost in Space on there as well. That's yeah, the yeah, it's the animated one. I'll have to look it oh, up. Oh, an anima- oh, sorry, animated, yeah, right. Yeah, it's yeah, they, really they, they, they remade it Lost in Space and put it yes, on. Yes, uh, I haven't watched that. but um, So you, you're a fan of animation and gaming. Yeah. And sci-fi. Oh, and I sci-fi love my sci-fi. Love yeah, my sci-fi, yeah. 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 Um, well, I'm just going to break in here because um, I was recommended a show to watch uh, – during during last week, and uh, so I did. I jumped on. And I've seen half a season of Banshee. Oh, I love mm. that show. Yes, you are the one that recommended it to me. One of my favorites, uh, and provide me with the DVD to to watch it. So yeah. Uh, so I'm halfway through, and I'm currently neither here or there. Like I don't I don't dislike it. Um, in fact, I quite I quite like it, but I don't love it. Okay. Yep. What's that one called? It's called Final Space. Final Space. Oh, yeah. So Final just go back to Netflix animation, Final Space. Okay, yes. cool. Yep. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's really good. Yeah, so Sorry. I'm 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 just I'm just you know, I I'm I'm going back to it. I'm definitely going back to it. I know that. But I'm not rushing back. Like I, I, tonight when we finish, I'm not gonna be sort of trying to stay up later and watch yeah, yeah, it like yeah. I have other yep. things. Uh so I did say to you that the first season yes. has Potential, yeah, but completely. it's not a great season. That's it just right, has yeah. potential, but where they go from there, season two, three, four is uh, awesome. Yeah, and, and and I look forward to that. And I've heard uh, from um, other independent sources that are you know friends that it, it also is a very good show. So uh, you know we'll keep you updated with that. Okay. Um, but then you redeemed yourself because you know you only want to recommend something if I'm going to particularly love it, you know, and you redeemed yourself so much. Oh. Um, that if I could reach across this table... <laughs> well, you can reach around um, anytime you want, but um, You recommended a show that had just popped up on Netflix and yeah. you said to me, it's right up your alley and 
I have no doubt that you will finish it as soon as you can. Yeah. And it's called uh, Car Masters Rust to Riches. Yeah, Gotham Garage. Yeah. And, and I've always loved cars in my life. I, I really got the bug, though, when I worked on Top Gear just because every oh, time yeah, I stand yeah, yeah. a little bit more yeah. um, and, and also drive a few of them. So, it was, you know, you get that sort of thing. Uh, so I've watched a lot of the shows <clears throat> that have come out, some better than others. And this show is one of the first car shows. Uh, so basically, I'll, I'll give you a quick yeah, rundown. A, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. everyone's heard the, the sort of um, the story where the, the, the guy started off with a um, – uh, what do you call it? Like a dollar. Um... Yeah, let's, let's. But no, like a pin, like a. The, oh God, you use it on paper, paperclip. You start with a paperclip, <laughs> and then you trade that paperclip for something slightly uh, more expensive. Because we're trade trading it. up, yeah, yeah. Because the whole show is about you can trade better value than you can sell. Yeah. Um. Mm. So you you trade up, and this guy traded up so much that eventually, after a year, he got a house. Right from a paperclip. From yeah. a paperclip. Yeah. And he just kept trading and trading and trading until he got to the point. And you think that's, you know, unachievable, but they, they had a list of what you could do, not in this show, but what I've read before. And uh, I've seen what it is and you've just got to have a, real, a lot of time and, yeah. a, and uh, a lot of business And sense. a bit of knowledge and, and business savvy. Yeah. 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 So this guy did it. So this show's basically based around that, except that they want the cash payoff in the end. Yeah. Um, and what they're looking for is um, a car that's worth like $1,000. And it's yep. a heap they start of nothing. With and, bucks, yeah, yeah, it could be a shell. Yeah. And their shop um, basically fabricates everything. Yeah. And, can and, do that, and there's six, six people who have all certain skill sets within the mechanic world of, or yeah. um, build, the fabrication or yeah. building a car, whatever it might be. Now, a lot of people listening to what we just said about like that six people in and people fabricating and anyone who watches car shows, you're like, okay, well, there's nothing different there yet. No. Like it's the same as every other car show yeah. if I just yeah. describe it that way. Yeah, like custom you know, yeah. stuff. And, and, <clears throat> and this is where the show differs for me. None of the cars that they created – I would ever buy, hmm. right? Now that's yeah. a, that seems like a negative, right? Well, they're so original, right? They, they're completely original. Like yeah. they made a they made a, a car for somebody um, because he wanted to trade it for something else later on. That was a replica of a Hot Wheels yeah. car. So that were explaining it was in the never show. In, never been built in in no. existence. It's a model. Oh wow! It's like a two inch little uh, Hot Wheels car. Yeah. So th they were explaining that a lot of the Hot Wheels um, engineers, the designers, were people from actual car companies that had made their designs that were just being passed over and never been made yeah. up. So they oh, wow. would so submit them just... or design them for Hot Wheels and make them on there. So this guy was a massive Hot Wheels fan. He wanted a particular car. And they, they, they made that, right? So And that, he, he had something they wanted to be able to flip again. To flip you know, again. Yeah. And, yeah, and then mm. they get to anywhere between 100 and, and however much they can get, and then they'll sell it for cash, get a big payday, and start again. Yeah. So the six people the six people who have got skin in the game, they get the payday of six figures and then they split that, you know. Yeah. Start and then start from a thousand again, flip it to a, you know, like fifteen thousand and then do an, find another car that might be able to sell for forty or fifty thousand yeah. and then another one at fifty that that they can buy for fifty and then flip for a, a six figures and then yeah. they split the cash again yeah. and so forth and so on. Yeah. yeah. So they do this over um um thirty minute episodes, ten ep ten oh, oh thirty <coughs> to forty minute episodes. Yeah. Um uh, over 10, um, sorry, minutes, over 10 episodes. So 10 episodes. The arc on the 10 episodes yeah, is what is everything. Really it, yeah, yeah. You know, the, the characters are great, and I'm sure you could do this for someone else, but it's the guy who runs the shop, who owns the shop, who just has this dramatic pull 
because yeah. he, you know, he has this thing it's about his dad, and, yeah. which mm. every male generally has something about their father or not. What's it, you, know, you want to impress them or he beat you when you're young or whatever it is, right? There's something, there's something with your dad. And, something small, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. You know, can, can, can get you to, to, you know, jam up and cry a little bit. But this guy has, you know, he wants to, he, he remembers his dad and he want, basically just wants to um, honor his memory throughout this show yeah. by trading up and building certain things, which I, you know, I want to ruin because I, don't want, you know, I want you to watch this show. I really do. Hmm. The reason why I want you to watch this show is my wife came home who, you know, it's a car show. She's not interested in cars at all, like at all. She sat down, I was up to episode three. She sat through two and a half episodes and it was really late that wow. night. And she made me promise that I would not go any further without watching it without wow. her. Of course, wow. I broke that promise and she went to bed. I finished <laughs> it. Cheated on her. But then you went back and watched it with her. I watched it with her yeah. and everything's fine. Um, but she That's w- funny because my girls were coming in and out while I was watching it and they were like, it didn't take them long and they were in as yep. well. Yeah. And so. For me, it is with it is about the cars, yes, but it's about it's about the humanity around this car shop. That's the selling point yeah. here. So yeah. it's got everything you need if you're a car fan. It's got everything you need if you love The Bachelor. Yeah. Really, <laughs> it does for me. You know. <laughs> well, no, no. One of the mechanics is uh, his name is Caveman. Caveman. Yeah. Uh. And another mechanic, uh, her name is um, Constance. Yeah. Absolutely. She's like a, a model, but she just happens to have a uh, a engine motor background with her father, yeah. and she knows how to pull a motor apart and put it back together. Yeah, you know. Um, and what I like about the show is they they don't ever have shots of her that you would expect them to try and exploit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't, man. It, you know, she's just another one of the mechanics. So no more there. like Transformers scenes or. <laughs> yeah, no. I actually I texted Jason yeah, Fox because she looks yeah. like I'm like this is like the real life Megan Fox. Yeah. Um, the the other thing I really like about it is that he's he's a very understated boss. He he doesn't raise his voice too much. You know, yeah. he, he, you can Even tell he's thinking about on. things. Yeah. He allows cars to talk to him. Yeah, I like that. You know, and so he he, he would he'll be driving somewhere to get something done that everybody's agreed on. Mm. And as he's driving the car, because the first time he's actually driven it, he'll just be like, I know that everyone's going to be really angry at me, but this car tells me that it wants to be this. Yeah, it needs to be green. I know the owner wants red, yeah. but I'm telling you, this car wants to be I green. I'm trying not to ruin the colour thing oh. in case people watch it and get into it, but that's all right. Well, I made green up. I made green up, all right? Is I mean, that <laughs> so I ruined it? <laughs> uh, so anyway, he does those sort of things. And uh, the other thing I like is that um, he, he does – Make all the decisions. He is the guy who it ends with. Yeah. But he'll walk in and say, let's vote. If he doesn't like the vote and it like really doesn't like the vote, he'll do what he wants. He's like, yeah, I don't care about your vote. (laughs) But at least I gave you guys that option. Yeah. yeah. But he he really does. Like he really cares about the shop. And um, his best friend is the guy who finds all the trades, who who does all that sort of stuff. (laughs) Yeah. And they have this relationship. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty fun. Yeah, which is great. And uh they're at each other the whole time, and kind of uh, reminds me of yours and my yeah, relationship. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that's where I was sort of like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys, I you know, I wouldn't usually recommend the car show for other people to watch, but look it up. Netflix, Car Masters, Rusty Riches. Riches, yeah, Gotham Garage. Yeah, that might be the next one. Yeah, that's an easy watch too. Like I, I don't know if it's even ten. It could be eight episodes. Maybe it's ten. But I knocked them over in literally like twenty four to forty eight hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was two days. Smashed so, them. Yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, can't wait for season two. 
great half hour, especially yeah. after the end. To yeah. Say, yeah, it's a car show. The end to season one is not a cliffhanger, but there was a dramatic cliffhanger there. Yeah. But yeah, it's in my list. I I uh, I started watching uh, Ozark season two and finished it. By the way, so um, oh, that Me was too. released. Yeah, it was released at the end of August. Uh, I was hanging for this because I really loved Ozark season one. It caught me by surprise a little bit. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Jason Bateman, uh, and I just really liked it. And um, so I was hanging for season two. Now I did smash season two and I finished it, and I think it's probably. A little bit less than season one, but the only thing for me, I didn't mind it. I thought it was good, but it was just kind of, I just found it a little bit slow or something. I just wasn't as engaged as I was with season one. I, I, I agree wholeheartedly with you. I For me, the reason that it was that way is because uh, they had removed the fear factor of, of the um, Mexican of the Mexican guys, club, yeah. uh, the cartel. Um, and they brought in someone who, in fact, was was quite um, uh, strong yeah, in the first couple strong. of episodes, but yeah. it just became a bit more friendly, really, uh, near the end. So, yeah, it wasn't as scary. Mm. Uh, having said that, hey. having said that, a real find. Oh, hello. Yeah, yeah. Sean's oh, just revealed sure. a Deadpool, right, right. Deadpool T-shirt. Came up. Head over there. <laughs> Having said that, though, man, a real find in this show is uh, Julia Garner. So she plays the uh, redneck um, oh, sister, the blonde daughter, girl. blonde. Yeah, yeah she's, she's fantastic. very, very, very strong. Now, she's in season one, yeah. but this one she kind of takes a lead role yeah. uh, along with Jason Bateman and uh, Laura Linney. And, yeah, she, she is unreal. Like it's worth watching for her alone, almost, and I wouldn't be surprised if she gets a, a nom at um, you know, the next round of kind of, of Emmys. Emmys or whatever it might be. Next you know? round, yeah. Yeah. So Ozark two wasn't in this Emmys. I, I don't. That just happened. Believe I didn't so. see much of it. Did you see yeah. any of the Emmys? I didn't see any, but I've got the uh, I've got the win- winners, so we can have a look at that. Oh, cool. Well, I mean, uh, I was just going to give you two bits because I, I did a fast forward job on it. Okay. Um, you know. Whatever. I was glad to see that Godless yes. had received because I've mentioned Godless awards, on here. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from the last episode to this episode, I hammered Godless, which is only about six or eight episodes, uh, directly after. So I've just forgotten about it. It is really good. Mm-hmm. Scott Frank um, directed it. It's very good. So I recommend watching Godless. Cool. Um, basically, Story about uh, uh, a town where all of the men have perished um, because of a uh, an implosion into their mine. Um, this is set back in sort of like country and western, western, you yeah. know, mm. times. Uh, and the story really kicks off um, when another company comes up to say, "Well, we want to take over, you know, the mine." Jeff Daniels is is in this, uh, and, and you know what I've. I don't know. I, I've always just accepted that Jeff Daniels is from Dumb and Dumber. Mm. I know that he's a great actor. I've yeah. I've seen him in trailers being a good actor, but I don't. Th- <laughs> I forgot that I've never seen him in anything probably since Dumb and Dumb Dumber. And Dumber yeah. So here he is in this show, and I'm trying to laugh at him. Really, like I couldn't help it. Every time he come on screen and would say something, I'd laugh. But yeah. he is not pure evil. He, he's he's the type of scary evil because he really believes, much like a Thanos, 
He really believes what he's doing in is, what he's doing is good. Yeah, yeah. He, he delivers it well. Yeah. And he won an Emmy, Emmy for it. Yes, so all the actors won it, right? Mm. Uh, except for uh, good old Peter Dinklage come up and won Best Supporting Actor for of a course. drama in Game of Thrones. I've mm. heard so much shade thrown over this. Uh, uh, you know, Game of Thrones winning, you know, this season it's fallen apart. What about? I'm sorry, but I've watched this season and to me it's, it's actually pulled itself back up onto the horse and it's yeah. riding along again. I have no issues with Game of Thrones in the general. analogy There's, is there. There's a, yeah, true. There's a few things that like they've differed from the books, but in general, it's been amazing this season. The only bad thing which I think didn't need to be in there was the whole Ed Sheeran thing. Oh, yeah, he's like just so singing stupid. at the side of the yeah the road, you know, in this band of merry men. Yeah, you know, th- without that, the season would have been perfect. Dude, he's Ed Sheeran. He can do what the fuck he wants. Yeah, but he doesn't need to be in it. Didn't see your looper then, mate. Mm. Um, no, I love. I actually love Andrew. And I was happy too because uh, Ryan Murphy's uh, short um, uh, series of Versace, um, which is the American Crime Story two, yeah, yeah. season mm-hmm. two, yeah. he won all the uh, that, that won all the um, the um, short form entertainment awards. Yeah, I, I tried to watch that. Uh, Emma's watched it. My wife. Yeah, did she like it? Yeah, yeah she really liked it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and. Uh, I was about halfway through and, again, same. I didn't dislike it. It wasn't enough for me to go back to it. Because you watched OJ, yeah? I did. And loved you loved that. OJ. Yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And did you um, – have you started watching 911, which is his other uh, No, because I've continued to record it. Okay. Um, and I will watch it in one go, sort of. Okay, yep, cool. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, so the la- can I say the last show I wanted to talk about, which is back to sort of a reality quickly – is take me Back out to reality? What the girl's rabbit? He's he's all mad that he's T- uh, take me out. That was Eminem, by the way. Uh, yeah, that no, wasn't no, Jason that. doing that. It was no, it, dis- it wasn't. no diss tracks or yeah, it wasn't quite kill shot, mate. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, no kids. He has no idea what we're talking about. Um, what? <laughs> you give a man an extra five years on my age, and he just he, he loses he's himself. <laughs> Um, Good segue. Just we'll just show. call him MGK all night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think, they, I think they're bullying me. Is there some kind of bully clause in this podcast? Uh, Anywho, uh, so take me out. It's it's a, oh, date, yeah. it's a dating show. Yeah. yeah, basically they bring a guy out. He comes out in front of uh, like. 30 girls and the girls can either press their buzzer yep. to say no or press it or leave it to say, yeah, fine, we're still in this game. T- towards a guy, one guy. Yeah, towards yeah. one guy. Yeah. He walks out and it's just based on looks, that first yep. bit. The second bit is a video of him uh, somewhere at home, just, yep. yeah, you know, whatever it is. And again, the girls during that will press their buzzer to, uh, to go out and then stay in. So as mm-hmm. you're going along, you're minim- you're, you're, you've got girls falling by the wayside by the, the next one, it could be them doing a live uh, performance or it could be another video. Then girls have got another chance. Mm-hmm. Whoever is left at the end of those three rounds, um, he gets to go and knock all but two out. So if he doesn't like, like there's six of them and he doesn't, uh, he has to pick the best two basically. So he has to walk up along the line of the 30 girls and press four of the, their own buzzers to knock them out. Then there are two left. And he gets to ask a question, they answer the question, and then he chooses who he's taking on a date to the Gold Coast. 
Right. It's terrible. It's yeah. humanity at its worst. 100%. And it's why but I love G it. G is captivating. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, and he, also, the dude, uh, Creevy? Something? Yeah. Oh yeah, god, I wish fun. I knew his name. I yeah, uh, Joel, I was Joel Creasy. Joel Creasy, I think. Cree- yeah. Creasy, oh, Creasy? Where's he from? Yeah. He's from somewhere. He was in Rove's um little movie uh TV show that he had that kind of flopped. Oh right. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I wasn't quite sure for maybe no, he's five for minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then I yeah. just I love it. No, he's great. But what the beauty of this reality TV show I found was they do about three or four guys per show. Three guys, yeah. Three guys, yep, sorry. And then but the beauty of it is that the girls stay there for the next episode and the next episode. So you actually get, get to, to know, know the girls, yeah. right? <laughs> and if someone gets to go out on a date to the Gold Coast, they get replaced by a new girl. But ah. of the 30 girls, you actually start to get to know some yeah, of their yeah, personalities. Yeah. And that yeah. I found very, very you interesting. Like that, yeah. I like that because, you know, you're wondering, well, will this girl ever get chosen, for yeah, example, yeah. right? And, yeah, and they kind of mess with that a little bit too, you know. like. Have you got any favourites yet? Uh, well, yeah, they all get chosen straight away. No, no. Mm. <laughs> no. My favourite was a redhead girl that got um, chosen. She, rem- she reminded me of the Game of Thrones redhead girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As Liam flicks his redhead hair. Red yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Anyway. We should put a song back on. This is our first ginger on the show. You. Turn down for what? Liam's <laughs> <laughs> got the soul. Oh, God. All right, all right, all right. Can we talk about movies? Oh, movies. Jeez, yeah. yeah. I didn't even this write... still at the I didn't write any movies down. What, what time are we up to? <laughs> uh, we're only in an hour. Oh, not too bad. <laughs> we haven't started movies yet. All right, we're go. the movie guys, and this is the first movie I'm about to talk to talk about. Well, come on. Now, clearly, <laughs> we, we, we spoke about The Predator and A Simple Favour on our... Yes. Uh, on our reviews, on our podcast, mm-hmm. yeah, sick of people, um, sick of people hearing, uh, sick of hearing about people with the simple, a simple favor. Right. Uh, what do you, What do you mean? Uh, you know, uh, there's a there's a tone change in the film. Oh yeah, and uh, I've heard you know lots of people who have called me even. Oh no, I knew it was coming. Uh, you know, once I realised that well, what it was, I'm laughing at it, and uh, so the end wasn't like anything. To me, I don't want to give anything away. I'm trying yeah, to yeah. tread around the words. Well, yeah, and we'll bring this up in our top five, okay, yeah, right? I'll wait. Yeah, I'll wait. We'll, yeah, we'll talk Sorry. about it a little bit more. It really but bothered me. Other films I've seen. Um, <laughs> so I went uh, under the <laughs> under the guise of uh, the thriller aspect that we we're talking about with a simple favor yeah. that we thought we we're watching. Uh, I went and watched uh, Misery, one yes. of the greatest yes. '90s thrillers of all time. Yeah. It was actually 1990. Kathy Bates. Directed by Rob Rana, um, James Caan, James Caan, uh, written by Stephen yep. King, uh, and I, I was interested to see how it aged. You know, I have seen it a couple of times, yeah. But you know, what are we on? Like uh, thirty years later, because it's, it's essentially built also, uh, sorry, filmed also in one house. Really, I mean, essentially, yeah. There, yeah, yeah. there is a bits and pieces. There's a little bit in the it. town, but essentially, it's in one house, yeah, and okay. um, but it still holds up. It's a, it's um. It has this uh, weird quirk to it, and I think that's a Rob Reiner. Like, Rob Reiner directed things like A Few Good Men, Stand By Me, like a wonderful, wonderful 80s, 90s director, right? Yeah, yeah. And so the relationship between um, uh, Kathy Bates, who won the Oscar, yes, by the way, for this did. role, mm. uh, and James Kahn is quite, you know, horrific and, you know, bunny boiler. But the, you have the, the town sheriff who never has – and his wife. And his wife works for the town town sheriff. 
right? Like, like she is his assistant mm. and they have nothing going on ever. Ever. Right? I think someone broke a nail back in 1980, <laughs> whatever, right? So when this happens, it's a real quirk to the movie and I kind of forgot about this. And Sam and I were watching it and we were laughing. Yeah. Like almost out loud at these two characters. They were great characters. Yeah. Right. Who, he was amazing. Huh? Do you know? Uh, the the sheriff. The actors, yeah. No, no, I don't know the oh, sheriff. Right. I'll have a look while you Yeah, have a look. Yeah, and um, they were just really fun. And then it goes back to that. You know, Kathy Bates being a bunny boiler. But, yeah, look, I, I really enjoyed the film. And um, and I don't know, you've probably never seen the film, Liam. No, no, never. So it's famous for one scene. Uh, Richard Farnsworth and Francis Sternhagen. Yeah. yeah. And they were great. They were really, really good. Like Basic Instinct, he's famous for that one scene where Sharon uh, opens and closes her legs. This movie is famous for one scene as well, and that was the um, the old style uh, back in the uh, medieval days, the old style punishment where they used to break the uh, ankle of, of of people who stole or whatever it was. So yeah, there's a scene in the movie where he's just got his le- legs back after the car crash. He's just got his legs back to a little bit of movement. He's still in a wheel- wheelchair, and she puts his stirrup thing between his ankles and just grabs a sledgehammer. And slams his ankle, yeah. and literally breaks it, and um, you can see you can see it in the movie. Yeah, you know, it's clear as it's day. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. And that was nineteen ninety. Like today, we're pretty um, conditioned to a lot of you know violence and you know yeah. stuff like that. Like you look at American Horror Story on television, like oh my god, mm. that's just TV, right? Yeah. But back then, man, you didn't see this kind of stuff, and um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. it was still had an impact today. Um, the other one I saw was uh, knocked over a few oldies. I watched Forty Year Old Virgin. I haven't seen that. Do you know, I actually don't think I've seen the last half of that film ever. Oh, yeah. what? I know, right? It's a classic. I I know. No, I get it. <laughs> and I love Apatow. I love Seth Rogen. Yeah, Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. But for whatever reason, I never finished this film. I don't know what it was. And then one day, I thought, you know what? I'm going to put this on and freaking finish it. You know, and what was so rewarding for me is I hadn't seen the last, it was probably half an hour, whatever it is, 35 minutes. And so I found myself laughing like from the original jokes because I'd never heard them before. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was actually really, really enjoying it. And um, yeah, I mean, obviously it holds up clearly for me because it was kind of the <laughs> first time I'd seen them. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to see who else would bring in a. Uh... <laughs> you guys have seen the film? Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, a long time ago. yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I, I actually all I remember from it because <laughs> I remember the bad things from everything is that the guy who works in a TV shop is he Indian? Yeah, what whatever, whatever he got, it is, yeah. he got done up for. I don't, I don't want to say it wrong. <laughs> But he was either beating his wife or something like that. I can't remember. Uh, that. And that's why you haven't seen him in anything ever again. Oh, oh, you're talking about real life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in real life. Oh, oh right. Yeah, right. Yeah. I looked at Jay, and he's like, "This didn't happen in the movie." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. In real life, so uh, yeah, he got he did something, and I, I, if it's not what I said it was, I'm sorry, but it was something that has uh, caused him to not be in big films ever again. Hmm. Well, there we go. Knowledge dropped. <laughs> what about you? Uh, I just wanted to bring up something 
before we move on. You have a go about my oh. popcorn problem, as you call Here it. My rabbit is again, my setup. problem. Yep. Constantly, over and over I, again. I don't. And well, you have. I mean, I mean just... if we went back and listened to over this last year of podcasts, <laughs> I think you even held an intervention. You <laughs> if you remember. Yeah. yeah, I did. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So we've had an intervention. Um, and I, so I just thought that yeah, I'm not the type of person to nitpick. Um, but I thought, what, what, what annoys me about Jay when Hang we on, go this, to the so cinema? This is a pure revenge story. Yeah. You're purely doing this to get back at me. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's. I don't think that's very good. That's right. You can think what you want. <laughs> well, I was just merely stating a fact that you have a problem with popcorn. Brilliant, and I and thank you for stating that fact. That's and right. I'm about to state a fact about what I think about you. But why? Because, as what? you said, revenge. Well, um, that's so unfair. we were sitting at um, the cinema <laughs> one day, and and it just occurred to me: you do this all the time, and I. Why? Why does this happen? And look, I'm going to try and I'll describe it as best I can. Liam's going to get the most out of it because he's here. But basically, I have popcorn and more often than not, some, you haven't lately, but more often than not, you'll grab a big pack of um, salt and vinegar, chips, crisps. I wouldn't, as I'm right. eating, I'm eating is, them is right this, now. Is this, set up, <laughs> is this literally set up for this? Yeah. I'm now, literally eating them right now. But I wouldn't call it Can a I tell large, my story? And then... I wouldn't call it a large packet of chips. But anyway. Um, Family share potato, size. Potato, potato. Yeah, exactly. Family share size. Not large. It yeah. doesn't say large on the packet. Yeah. <laughs> you are a family share size packet of... Yeah. Salt and vinegar, Smiths. Eat responsibly. Generally. <laughs> That's right. I'm sitting there with my extra large popcorn. <laughs> you know. And your so, Coke, which has 18 uh, sugars. Oh my, yeah, I know. I don't know. It's and good, some. isn't it? <laughs> um, anyway, so you, you'll sit there. And the, the, the problem with this is that you have the crinkling. That's fine. I, I can deal with crinkling because you're respectful in that. I think I am. No, you are. You are. Yeah. No, I'm going to say you're respectful of that. But, yeah. you know, so, uh, that, that's fine. But then you'll eat however many handfuls that you'll eat because this happens multiple times in a sitting. Of course it And does. when the salt and vinegar, especially the vinegar, becomes a little bit too much for the insides of your mouth and you have to crinkle the thing closed and put it down to your, your side... <laughs> and what then, time is this? Is about one, then, is one, about one hour and five minutes into the film? Maybe about 10 to 15 minutes in Ooh. at the first one. Okay. And then it continues on at maybe 20 to 30 minutes. I have intervals. Okay. Yep. Um, and obviously now you've got stuff all over your hands, salt and vinegar over your hands, and the vinegar can sting. I guess this is why you do what I'm about to, to do. Guys, and then I'm I rub to... my fingers in your eyes. But you need to get rid. <laughs> you need to get rid. Of your stuff. I don't even know what it is. Salt and vinegar. Salt. Residue. Off your residue. residue. Thank residue. you. That's yeah, the that's word. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Um, debris. <laughs> yeah, I'll get a degree. That's sad, isn't no, it? No, debris, no, I said debris. <laughs> oh, not degree. I was going to say degree. I was going, I'm going to do degree. Um, but uh, <laughs> so it's sad. So <laughs> what happened? Instead of leaning your f- hands and fingers away from me to where nobody else is sitting, because we're always empty where we go, you lean towards me and and go. That's not a masturbation. 
Okay, now that might have been a slight exaggeration, but it's not far. A slight. Yeah, very slight. I don't have you don't have a microphone when you're in the thing, so I had to try and do it a little bit harder than usual. Mm. But it, I, I'm gonna, for Liam, I'm going to show you. You can give yep. reactions to this. He'll go. <laughs> this is riveting podcasting. Oh, <laughs> so for people playing at home, this is riveting audio. So for people playing at home, Sean basically just put his hands together and rubbed them as if he was warming them in front of a fire. <laughs> Yeah, Mr. You. Miyagi style, Karate yeah. Kid 1. Do you know what? To me, it's like Ace Ventura like with the pause that you have while you do it. Anyway, that's, look, that's the worst I could come up with. Yeah. It, it's not terrible, but it does distract you from the film every sort of 20 to 30 minutes. Well, what really distracts me from, ah. the, <laughs> from our movie hey, going one habits. One at a time. You can wait for yours next week. Is he won't even let me sit next to him. Because no. he's so paranoid about his eating habits and drinking habits that we have to sit a, a seat apart. Is, Is that, that why not true? I sat between you two? Well, do, do you think that after listening to what I just said that now maybe what I said was an excuse to make me feel more comfortable because you <laughs> lean towards me when you do all over my legs? I don't want salt and vinegar all over my knees. Is this why I was between you two in Mission Impossible? Or? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, you sat close to me, man. Yeah. It was awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I felt the love, but now I'm, now I'm feeling hurt. Yeah. And, no, and okay. now you know why you didn't love that film is because you had this awkward aura on the left. <laughs> I had too much popcorn on one side and salt and vinegar on the other side. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. all right. You bought the popcorn for me for I that did. I uh, thing. You. So that's why I, I didn't you. mind you sitting next to me. Yeah. It was fine. I also had a lot of popcorn. Uh, anyway. So that's like, nice, mate. I also watched uh, The Firm and Weird Science. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> Ocean's 8 and Tully. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, you know what? I, I've, I've started like films and watched 20 minutes of them, but because of the culture that I'm now into with being able to just stop things and know I can go back to it whenever I want, I do that. But the best I did and had was Goodfellas. Oh. My wife and okay. I sat down. She hadn't seen it before. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So I want to watch this with, with uh, Sam because she's keen. Yeah. And she doesn't mind the mob film. Oh, she my, loves so good. She Go loves The Departed, right? Yeah. So... Look, it's no departed, but it's... This is a, a good one, right? Like, Oh, it's so good. And M loved it. But it know. takes a while to kick in, doesn't it? In uh, actual fact, it could almost fit into our, our top five category tonight. I mean, the, opening, yeah. the opening scene is stabbing. Yeah. So I don't know about taking a while to kick in, but... Uh, <laughs> well, also, I've seen it so many times now that, like, there is no taking a while. Like, There's no shock value anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I love the whole film. Yeah, Everything holds something in there. Especially the scene, which we all know, uh, when um, he's like, uh, <laughs> I'm funny how? <laughs> Tell me, you said, you said I'm funny. I'm, funny. I'm like, I'm a clown? <laughs> that whole scene is, yeah. is brilliant. It's just so funny. It really is. Like how? Am I a clown? <laughs> Sorry. I just, I sort of went on repeat for a second. <laughs> yeah, all right, I'll, I'll try and knock that over again this week with Sam because I'm hanging for it. Um, now, just quickly, Ocean's 8 with all the girls, that, that probably fits somewhere between Ocean's 11. I think it goes Ocean's 11, Ocean's 8, Ocean's 12, Ocean's 13. Mm. There you go, I said it. It's up there. Um, yeah, that's I'll up there. Go yeah, it's all right. Ocean's 12, 8, 13. Where's 11? That's the first one, Ocean's, yeah. which is Ocean's to me. Yeah. Right, what do you have, Liam? What have um, you been looking at? I've actually just gone and watched The Meg. Hey, I still haven't seen that. I want to watch that. I, I did so see it, yeah. A lot of people know 
I'm a big shark guy. I've got mm. a giant shark tattooed all up my shin, all the way up to my knee, um, which is a great white shark, which is, you know, the baby version of a Meg. So for me, I haven't seen a good shark movie since oh, Jaws. Deep Blue Sea? Uh, no, fine. that doesn't no. qualify. Oh, it was great. Shall- shallows? I haven't seen Shallows. <laughs> uh, that's even worse. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I haven't seen, like, we'll pretend like 42 Below didn't happen. Because, yeah. yeah, that was... 47. 47. See, I yeah. can't even say it right because yeah. it was that bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought the Meg was really, really good. Okay, um, cool. Jason Statham at his normal, you know, stereotypical tough guy act. Yeah. I thought that was really, really good. Um, but it's Jason Statham. I thought, I can't remember his name. The you know guy, what you're going you're gonna to get? Yeah, yeah the or... guy from the US office who plays Dwight Schrute. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that actor, um, he was great. He was good as a bad guy. He was really good as a bad guy. Um, mm-hmm. I can't give away much, but the Meg that you see in the movie is not the only Meg. What? There's multiple Megs. What? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. And it's not giving away I, I actually anything. didn't want to know that, maybe. Well... <laughs> It's, it's, right. it's, not, it's not breaking the movie, don't worry. Okay. But it's, Did you know that before you went in? No. Well, ah, yeah, it's crazy. Believe me, it's not a, um, it's not a thing. <laughs> it didn't help. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, the movie you see in the trailers is what the movie is. Okay. So I went in with no real big major like mm-hmm. hopes for it and I came out happy because of that. Okay. I came out entertained because... It was a funny shark movie that had a few jump scares and it was good action and Jason Statham carries the movie like always. But, you know, well, if it's, I it's, went in thinking, you know, this is going to be an A-grade T movie, I would have been upset. Well, here's the thing though. Um, it has done really well globally, box office, like really, really well. They spent $150 million bucks on it, which I thought, why are you spending that much money yeah, on a yeah. film that could potentially be a director video? I was yeah. wrong. Because it's done, I think, over 400 million. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's kept up there. Yeah, decent. So um, we might even get a sequel. <laughs> well, think about it. The last big blockbuster shark movie was Deep Blue Sea. And that did really well as well back then. Yeah, yeah. If you don't count like the reef and shallows and all those kind of... Yeah. There was a few handheld shark movies that came out in between. There was that, a couple but, of crocodile ones. Yeah, exactly. Well. Like Placid? Yeah. Uh, no, no, yeah, no, it was an Australian uh-huh. one. Um, yeah. What was that something. Called? Something about a crocodile. Was it Greg or Jordan? Yeah. Something about Dawn's. No, it was Greg McLean. Greg McLean, um, sorry. Yeah. Greg or Jordan. Greg or Jordan. Uh, Rogue. Um, two and a half the, hands. Rogue, Rogue is the uh, movie it. you're looking for. Right, yeah. There's another one as well, though. I just saw it advertised the other day. I think it's a new one. Blackwater. Oh, a new one. Maybe okay. it's Blackwater. What's that? Blackwater. No, that's, that's an older one. That was just before Rogue, I think. Maybe it was Blackwater. Yeah. That I was thinking of, yeah. Anyway. Oh, there you go. Well, you know what? Yeah. Um, do you know what? Honestly, the Meg is going to be huge on home entertainment. Oh, for sure. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't oh, it's, wait it's to just watch it. Oh, it's built for that, right? <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to watch it at home, just a lazy Sunday or whatever. It would have been guarantee. It would have been. 100% I will get it when it comes out. Of yeah, the, it's yeah, just DVD. a fun watching. You know, it's just, I love that kind of stuff. But yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> We're going to move into news. It happens. 
News. It happens. <laughs> and Sean, it did happen this week. Did it? Yeah. It it's absolutely funny, happened. <laughs> My first piece of news is this one. Topical. Danny Boyle is out of directing Bond, James Bond 25. Yeah, right. You probably read this maybe. Yeah, yeah. And Kerry Fukunaga, who is uh, is in, he's a director. Oh, I didn't get that bit. Yeah. So uh, for those who don't know, Kerry directed the amazing True Detective season one. Oh, okay. He also went on to direct uh, Beasts of No Nation, which was a Netflix uh, Netflix, Netflix yeah. movie. With Idris Elba. <clears throat> With is, Idris, is he, yeah. uh, is he English? I'm not sure. Because they've never gone outside. Any, like, it's always got to be yeah, English. Look, yeah, look, you yeah. would think so, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, with Beasts yeah. and, um, yeah. But sure. look, honestly, True Detective will go down as probably the greatest first season of any television show in the history of television. In yeah, be cool. It's a massive call. Wow. And uh, by, by the way, it's a hard watch. Mm. But it's so rewarding. Anyway, yeah, so um, I'm kind of cool with that. Like, I like Daniel Boyle, man. I think he's a great director. Sure. Um, you, you'll know him from 28 Days Later. You'll know him from Sunshine. Uh, Trainspotting. Trainspotting, of course. Uh, um, Slumdog Millionaire. You know, this guy can direct a film, right? Mm. But yes, I was kind of looking forward to a Danny Boy old Bond, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they couldn't agree on the script entirely and the villain either. The villains I were having issues with, which was interesting. Yeah, so anyway, um, Kerry Fukunaga is the uh, director. Cool. I mean, that, that's a solid... Um, solid replacement, yeah. Now, now listen, though, as a result, it's been pushed back to... Um, the release has been pushed back to February 2020. It was 19, uh, 2019. But it's not like we're hanging for the next Bond film. No. You know? Like, it's good to see not them. Not after Spectre. Spectra. Well, I, you know what? Spectre. I like them all. <laughs> I hear people complain about all these Bond films and yeah. this wasn't as good as this one. And I'm like, I walk out of every Bond thinking, that was a solid film. Hang on. <laughs> Even the world is not enough? Fine. Yeah. With... Uh, Pierce. Pierce, yeah. In the is snow. That, is that the one where he's got the invisible car? The invisible ass mud? No, no, no. That's Die, die Another Day. Is it? Yeah, no, one no. In the snow. World is not enough. No, that's die another day. The world is not enough. Is the one where he's surfing. Sounds great. And the start, and it's also An got Englishman um, surfing. It's got Denise Richards. <laughs> I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Other sharks. It has Denise Richards. She's you, the villain. Or the love you know what? Interest, How have I not watched this in the last twenty years again? I'm gonna, where it's can horrible. I watch this? Just watch it. Horrible. Yeah. Anyway, Sean's <laughs> looking that up. I'll move on. This one here I'm really excited for, guys. Hmm. I was a massive that? fan. Who was a massive fan of Space Jam? Oh, yeah. oh, I, mean, oh yeah. I saw this. Yes, yeah. LeBron. Yeah. yeah. Right. So LeBron James is going to star in the Space Jam sequel, which will be produced by Ryan Coogler, who directed none other than Black Panther. Yes, I'm very, very like, excited Oh, you know what? So... I was super young when Space Jam came yeah. out. And for me, that was awesome. Like, MJ... I think that's yeah. how I got into Chicago Bulls when yeah. I was a little kid yeah, yeah, because yeah. Michael Jackson. Jordan, Jordan, not Jackson. He touched the kids. <laughs> yeah. Both are geniuses, but anyway. For um, do you know what? When in the early days, because this is what, I don't know, 98 maybe, 97? 97 I think it was. 
So in the early days of like MySpace and, and having like email handles and stuff like that, my handle back then in the MySpace era was Space Jam. Right. MySpace. I had, the, I had the massive... Yeah. <laughs> so, no, no, no. You know what MySpace is, right? Of course, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think that came out in 97. I thought no, no, was... no, 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 no. No, I'm just saying back in the early days, like back way back to MySpace days. Oh, okay, beforehand. okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Before yeah, Facebook, yeah. 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 Um, I must have been communicating through email and, and DOS, I don't know. <laughs> but no, my, I mean, my handle was yeah. uh, Space Jam. Yeah. There are a few chat things open then, yeah, but they must were have been. really random... Yeah, I had people like Messing coming up. from – I had people and based off our video store and podcast that we just released, I had someone come over from like the North Shore over to Video Easy Chester Hill who knew, knew me as Space Jam, came in and said, you're Space Jam. I must have – we must have been communicating. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, uh, and I said, yeah, I, I work <laughs> at Video Easy Chester Hill or whatever. It wasn't Cassie, was it? <laughs> <laughs> Bachelor joke, <laughs> boom. Cass. Yeah. No, it was a guy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I. Uh, okay. I bought breakfast, all right? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, next one I've got for you, which is interesting, is the um, Eddie Murphy is set to star in the Grumpy Old Men remake. Now, for those who don't know, Grumpy Old Men was a 1993. Massive film at the time, Huge. starring Jack Lemmon and Walter, Walter Matthau. Matthau. Yeah, and, and um, a sequel as well. Yeah, yeah, and it spawned a Grumpier sequel. Old men. Yeah, Grumpier Old Men. Now yeah. it's possibly going to star Eddie Murphy. Well, Eddie Murphy's locked in. It's possibly going to star Samuel L. Jackson. So that oh. I'm suddenly I'm like, oh, hang on. Yeah, you had my curiosity. Now you have my yeah, interest because Samuel L. is not going to let it be terrible. No, and I mean Eddie, Eddie he will motherfuck everybody else. It's going to like you know Eddie's last movie, movie like true movie was in 2012, which was a thousand words. You remember that? No. <laughs> so <laughs> so like no one really cares, right? But we still hang on the delirious. And Beverly Hills Cop, Beverly Hills Cop, yeah, training yeah. places, blah blah blah. I hold on to the Golden Child. So he's and got Golden a lot Child. to redeem himself. I, I, I want the knife. <laughs> After he did all of it, he's got a lot to redeem himself for. Right, yeah. but put Eddie and <laughs> Samuel in a movie yeah. together, and all of a sudden, you're like, hang on, that could be good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm in. Yeah. Get this motherfucking cane off this motherfucking plane. <laughs> oh, come on! Give me a high five. <laughs> Oh, no, Kane, grumpy old man, old. Uh, yeah. I, I thought, do I have to explain that? No, I get it. You got it? Oh, you completely really? got yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, <laughs> this one, Sean, I know you'll love. <laughs> I know you'll love. Do it. Yeah. Throw it at me. Now, the reason Hit why that went face. over your head, Liam, is I was knee deep in 1991 when you were, at, when I graduated year 12. I was one. And you were one. Yeah. yeah. Just to give everyone a bit of an age one reference there. So there's a few things that go over our, our heads here. Now, listen, Sean. MGM is looking to yes. reboot. You ready for it? MGM, 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 MGM. Come on, bro. Come on, man. Do it. I know you like this little franchise. It's a little horror franchise. A fun one. Oh, Child's Play. Yes. 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 Chucky? Yeah, Chucky. No, Don't. Chuck, no. Fuck, no. Yeah. Fuck with that Chuck. No, reboot. Fuck, no. Now, listen, listen. 
And they gave me nightmares when I was a yes. <laughs> and they have slated none other than Aubrey Plaza from Parks and Rec, yeah, which I yeah. like. She's her. great. Yeah. She's cool, right? Yeah. Not that that means anything for the film, but hopefully, um, hopefully they can do it a bit of justice, you know? Because yeah. the last couple of sequels have just been freaking. Well, they, they, it fell into a world where they just gave it to the also runs. You know, to the you know, what? The also runs. You know what I mean? Like the people, the people that are just making films to try and be scary, to make a bit yeah. of money on, you know, digital or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. Chucky's more than that. Yeah. And to to give you know the kids out there a little um, idea about where I got my <laughs> love for Chucky. Well, when video stores were around, and I was and I was a kid, so I'm talking late '80s here to maybe early '90s, but somewhere in the late '80s, I had a place called TriStar. Right, just mm. like the brand you see with the horse running through. Yet they had a video store in Chester right, Hill, yeah. right around the corner, and they were the first that I ever knew about. That you could walk into the store, go up to their little video screen, and you had a little uh, like mouse, big mouse roller ball, right? And you could roll that ball left and right, and then click it. See, this is all code for the porn section behind the curtain. <laughs> We've talked about no. this. And it would go on to trailers. So now I see on Twitter where they're like, two hours, two, you know, or Brie Larson, let's break Twitter tomorrow, all that sort of stuff, right? <laughs> I was here rolling a fucking ball left, clicking on it yeah. over and over again so I could watch Child's Play, just so, like, number two especially. Because that's when he says, don't fuck with the chuck. Mm. And I just wanted to and watch that sold. over and over again. Yeah. I couldn't watch it from my phone or comfort of my Was home. Was this before no. the days of uh, a tease before the teaser before the trailer? Yeah, yes. I don't they had teasers, man. Like, no, it was just I'm put joking. a trailer out and you're done. Oh, man, it was awesome. Yeah. I loved it. I it was a full-length trailer, like two minutes. It actually didn't give you all of the story. It was no. wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> It just sort of Back in suck you time. in and away you go. Anyway, sorry. No, no, no. no, no, no it's, it's good. A, I don't know. It's like good. a reboot of Child's Play, I mean, they'd have to put a bit of money behind a bit of, you know, like what they're doing in Halloween almost. Yes. You know, they're trying to reboot that a bit. I'm actually excited for that. And you know I am okay. one of the biggest scaredy cats when it comes to <laughs> horror. Yeah. Like I can't deal with anything jumpy. Have you, have you seen this film? I haven't. <sighs> It's the Evil Dead people. It's the Evil Dead. I'm Jason's wearing, wearing an Evil Dead shirt. T-shirt, and I thought I knew a guy. But <laughs> see, I watched them. You'll just have to hold my hand. It's just I'm. That well, can I can I tell you? Petrified. Listen, because I know you haven't seen Evil I'm Dead. Doing nothing. I know but... you haven't seen Evil Dead too, right? I know you haven't seen any of the Evil Deads. So listen, Event Cinemas, Tagra, October twenty two. So they Central are screening Coast, New South Wales. Yep. They are screening uh, Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead 2. All three of us are going to watch it. Okay. You do not have a choice. Do I have to go uh, watch I Evil mean, Dead 1 first? No, nah, not really. They're the I same film. But, huh? I do have a choice. No, you don't. Just like people have choices to wash their hands when they walk out of the public bathrooms. <laughs> you know, but that, sometimes they don't do it. I'll show you. Uh, it's their choice. Now, my last bit of news. <laughs> my last little bit of news is a big one, but we're going to park this baby. Right? Because I've got one piece of news. Oh, you go first Ooh. then. Is that right? Yeah. Good. Because it's based around uh, how you missold me. 
And it's because of the fact that you, you have been having a go at me all freaking no, podcast. No, no, no. no. I had one intervention. This came up two and- weeks ago. And do you know how hard it was to not like text you with this article going, oh my God. And maybe I even did text you in my drunken state one night. But basically, did you know that Christopher Nolan and PTA, who is Paul Thomas Anderson, yeah. another so two directors, two big producers, you know, two big everything filmmakers in the world. Although PTA is very alternate art house. But yeah, yeah. But, but but people like know him. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he owns the alternate art house world, yep, really. Definitely, you know? yeah, yeah. So you've got these two guys. So Christopher Nolan, obviously, of the Batman uh, thing, Inception, and name every other pretty much a good film in the last 10 years. Yeah, and he's probably been involved. Interstellar. Um, so they are going out to raise awareness. For Adam Sandler, bad films. To, to change the settings. On your TV, because all of TV, all of the companies, Samsung, LG, blah, 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 have been sending uh, out their, uh, their TVs over the last 15 preset years, preset to, to the more reality um, version of things. So, for instance, when Jason first got his massive television, you know, huge back then, especially mm. when you got it. And I came over and I was just complaining the whole time. Jay's like, you'll get used to it, which you do. Of course, of course yeah. you do. Yeah. We, and we didn't know any different. It was just, this is the new HD. But in fact, what you need to do is go in and set your setting back to Cinema a normal TV mode. Oh, is it yeah. like when we first got like the LCD screen yes. by my parents? And I was complaining that it was grainy and... Stuff like that. Oh, no, no, this one makes you feel really... like you're actually on the set, like yeah. it's a handheld film yeah. camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, like we're filming with our local handicam, but it's really high definition. Yeah. And, um, and it doesn't have that film have filter. They, they give a really good description in the article, which I'm not going to go completely through. Yeah. Um, but they're trying to raise awareness now because they're sick of making films to look the way that they should look, only to end up on TVs for people just to accept, oh, this is the way it is. But it's yeah. like, no, we're an artist. If we paint something, we don't yeah. then want a filter put onto our painting. Yes. You know, I just actually made that up and put it in. But that's how I feel that's about brilliant. it. Hashtag Thank you. Work yeah. Like yeah. This. yeah. yeah. Um, and I just want, and I wasn't having a go at you. I, I just wanted to bring it up and say, one. like, for years, <laughs> you know, we were duped. Yeah. We yeah. had no idea, because no one, no one told us. No one. Said like this is the way that we thought that when it changed to digital, well, like in terms of they film digital, you now watch it digital. This is the difference. What? what you, okay. <laughs> this is the last. Sorry, man. You can, go. I know you want to go, but this is the question for you. Okay. This is the, and you can go on, but this is the question. Can I have a rant so, after you finish? Please. Yeah. So, that's fine. You can change your television, but remember when we went to watch with Dickie Lord of the Rings? Yep. One year, and it was the same sort of quality on the screen. Yep. Do they they have settings that were set that way? So who's telling the truth? Christopher Nolan and all that sort of stuff? Or were the Great Union at the time, were they due? With the high frame rate that um, Peter Jackson wanted with Lord. Was that just a frame rate? With the Hobbit, sorry, yeah. Um, No, that was something that the uh, projector had to be uh, programmed to. um, and, And not every, but not every screening had that high frame rate. Right. So he yeah. wanted that though. He wanted that. Yeah, he wanted that. Yeah. yeah okay. Because cool. um, he shot in, um, uh, he shot in uh, sixty four. Uh, what was it? Sixty four. Nineteen sixty four. No, 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 no. Trying to think of the uh, frame rates. I can't quite remember. 
frames per second. Yeah, it was 64 FPS. frames per second. Yes, yeah, 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 sorry. So he shot him that, so he wanted the high frame rate. <laughs> sorry, Liam and I are sitting here thinking, it must be harder than this. <laughs> so we're, we're actually <laughs> racking our brains, you oh, know. Uh, still oh, no, hurts. no. It's <laughs> I like having Liam around, it's good. How you Someone say, look at you. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he, he shot in the 64, he wanted to put it in the high frame rate. So that was his choice, but not every... It was only the early sessions that had the uh, high frame rate. You remember this, Liam, because you would have been working at this. I was, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so for me, when I, talk, I look back on the TV screen thing that um, you're talking about, yeah. um, I just thought it, thought it was extra clarity, yeah. which it kind of is. It's higher definition, extra clarity. And every and we're going to 4K right now with 4K televisions, and that's extra clarity. Now, I always ask myself, who doesn't want extra clarity? However, you bring up a really good point, and that is with the director itself saying, well, actually, I'm shooting this film in whatever native source, whatever it is, and I want it to look this way, whatever that way yes, is. Yeah, yeah, you know, it could yeah. be 16 um, mil print or it could be... Um, with some kind of filter on it or or high clarity or high frame rate, whatever it is, you know. And yeah. yeah, it's really interesting actually because then that becomes their canvas, right? Yeah. Wouldn't but it? what we're doing is, sorry, what we're doing is we're watching in 4K, we're actually watching everything in like a high frame rate. Wouldn't yeah. it be easier if, say, you you went out and bought a physical copy of a DVD that they had in the, inside the thing saying, to watch this at optimal settings, put your color contrast to this, 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 or your brightness to this, this. Yeah, this. as the director requested. Yeah, director yeah. settings. You could have yeah, that perfect. in the inside of a DVD box, and you could go yeah. and constantly perfect. change it for whatever movie you wanted to watch. Well, I guess. I guess. The, and then just playing devil's advocate, the only thing you with would. that is that you would have to have one for every <laughs> brand because every contrast on every TV oh, would true. be slightly different. True. Which is fine. I can still do that. I mean, you get booklets that are inch thick these days for putting a little table together so well these days you could just do it online oh yeah and you yeah. could just do it online there you go yeah, yeah, yeah. like it would be so, so much simpler yeah. couldn't the player the um the 4k player or the blu-ray player actually do the filtering to the director's source or choice you could probably get one like that right? do you know what i mean mm. rather than the tv so the tv just becomes a player and the blu-ray or the 4k actually sets it the way the director intended i think it would have to have a different connection oh my god it's gonna go too nerdy here yeah but the way you connect <laughs> your television doesn't really talk like that it would have to be a brand new sort of like like Plug apple in. fire wire or whatever it is what they yeah. call these lightning things i thought this was a, a, a no bad ideas uh, a chat oh you should have mentioned that oh okay yeah all right so yeah. you just freaking burn me down. You know? yeah. <laughs> That's three. Anyway, Sean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the last thing I've got uh, is... See, uh, this is why you shouldn't leave episodes so long because then at least they'd be spread out one per episode. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. because it has been a while because of the video store episode yeah, that went right. on to three episodes. And we've had reviews and, yeah, we've yeah. had like six episodes Plenty of content. Give my but feedback. The epi- huh? Yeah, yeah. I'll give my feedback. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the last thing I wanted to talk about with our news, it happens because it did, is we're also now looking for a new Superman, a new Supes. Now, I want to park this we? conversation. We? Yeah, we are. 100%. Yeah, 100% he, he's gone. We are. He's gone. But, that, but when? When did this happen? Because Sean, let it go. No. <laughs> because when I, the initial he's leaving and all that sort of stuff, he put something up on uh, Instagram 
which was him holding up a Superman, wearing a Superman shirt, going, you know, I'll make up my sounds. I don't <laughs> know what they like are. But he's lifting it. Basically, he's doing a whole Superman thing while his agent came out on their own Instagram and said, we have not, like, well, he's still part of Superman universe. And since then, I have not heard one thing. And I'm on Twitter every day waiting for someone to say something. Okay, so I'm not... A hundred percent sure. I thought it was a sure, a sure thing that he has left. Either which way, <laughs> yeah. you are the producer of this. Well, one half of the producer of this show. Yeah. Uh, we like probably do a little quarter. bit more. <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> do a little bit more work than I do. And that is that we are doing a special DC episode coming up soon. Yes. To delve into Superman, Batman, and all things Joker. Yeah. With. The four of the uh, two experts and then Sean and myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that'll be a, literally one of our next coming up yeah, uh, episodes. Be, yeah. yeah, yeah, looking forward to that one. Yeah, so uh, I want to park that whole news. We'll story bring in our we... own um, Superman. Uh, sorry, Superman. Our own sort of comic book name, Bo Baker. Yeah, Ooh, we will actually yes. bring in the Batman, <laughs> <laughs> as so claimed by himself. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, that was that was the uh, other big news of the uh, the day. All right. Let's move on to our next segment, uh, where we're going to look at a simple favor, a little bit, a little bit, but we're going to look at our top five. In, hey, that's in my top five. Hey. That's in my top five. This is a segment where we get into our nitty gritty. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I'm sick of hearing oh, people argue <laughs> with your bloody top five. It's your top five. It's, it's no one else's. Five. It's mine. And now listen, this is a doozy, this one. Yeah. And it's quite a complicated one. And one of the ones that I struggled with the most. So do you want to talk about the origin of this top five first? Uh, you, mate, go ahead. Sure. <laughs> I'm going to pull my beer. <laughs> right. So we went and saw uh, A Simple Favour and our review of that film is on uh, our podcast right now. It is, yeah. Yeah, uh, under the uh, the movie guys, off topic. And uh, essentially, Sean and I legitimately walked into that movie thinking we were watching a thriller film. And guess what? For the first 47 minutes, we got a th- uh, like a kind of fun thriller film. Yeah. Yeah, it was setting itself up for a doozy of a thriller. Think fear. Think, uh, you know, the, the hand that rocks the cradle. Think old school, you know, misery, all that kind of stuff, right? 90s thriller. What yeah. we got is a left-hand turn or what the in movie talk they call it a gear shift or a <laughs> gear change yeah. into a black comedy, which we didn't really expect. Um, and now you can either walk out of that film going, oh, that was so great because it, it caught me off guard, or you can walk out going, hang on, what happened there? Yeah, That's not what I expected. So we thought we'd take mm. that theory into our My Top 5. <laughs> yeah. So what we're looking for oh, today... This is a tough one. Yeah, it, it really is a was. tough one, but, but there's a fairly fine line between um, gear shift, yeah. tonal changes... And twists, yeah. right? Now, so, yeah, and we won't have a Body few arguments here. here. Body my tongue here. 
So, I mean, what I see it as is obviously either a tonal shift or a gear shift or a turning on a dime within the middle of the film is kind of what I was looking at. Now, obviously there can be that twist at the end which, you know, reveals everything that gives it a tonal shift, but it may be in the last five or ten minutes of the film which therefore you go, well, is that a left turn? Well, I'm going to say in the last 30 seconds. Sure. Sure. So what I went with and what, what was uh, what was um, briefed into everyone here in this room. Well, Sean and I spoke about it, but we didn't write it down. I mean, he put out. I did the, write it down. You put it out the agenda, yeah. and you put everything in there. Yeah, yeah. And you had thirty. Story. And you had thirty six hours to um, look at it. Thirty six no, no, hours. I know. I know. I got. A, I got a Thursday. <laughs> Maybe twenty four hours. Yeah, but to, the to thing is, you it. put in a tonal shift. A twist, yeah. A uh, you know, like a, a gear yeah. shift. That's you because whole... when when we when we spoke about it, I listed off films like mm. this, like this, like yeah, this, yeah, and yeah. you said yes to all of them. And one of those is, in fact, my number two. Uh, and <sighs> you said yes to it. So therefore, I went, oh, cool. That's what it is. Therefore, I put out a sheet twenty-four hours in advance <laughs> that you could look at. But anyway, look, I'm going down the path of a gear shift. Mid mid film, or you know, it could be and three quarters. Yeah, yeah, could yeah. be three quarters. But I'm, I'm what I won't be looking at. For example, I'm going to say it is something like Fight Club, yeah, which has a twist in the last three minutes of the film or five minutes of the film. <laughs> but the tonal, the tonality of that film doesn't change. Yeah. It's always a dark kind of crime. Well, that, that, this is what you're going with. Yeah. Sure. And I think this is why we call this my top five. Yeah. Because if you get it wrong like you guys are about to, you can just say, <laughs> yeah, oh, 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 oh it's my it's, top five. These uh, two it, doesn't, it doesn't matter, man. It's my top five. Do you know what? I think as uh, because you're, well, you're, 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 truly, you're truly offending uh, Liam today, I, I think that I'm you hurt. should be limited to a, a four, <laughs> which means you have five. But no, limited to four. He'll have eight at least. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so how are we going to do this? So does everyone out there in pod understand what we're doing here? Because we don't. <laughs> we have no I idea. I scrambled but so this, hard. But this is exactly the top five that we're doing. The director didn't quite know. This is what we're doing here. We are doing. Our, we are preparing our top five, which means there's a ranking between five and one, right, of the best tonal shifts or gear changes in film history however some of these were not intentional right yeah some of these exactly what you're saying there sean is that the director goes oh, i don't really quite kind of know how to end this so the last act is going to be x or whatever so a couple of these i want to talk about later on right but yeah therein therein lies our difficulty of ranking the top five mm. because did the director intend to do it this way or did they just go i don't know what to do with this film i'm changing direction and it ends up being a mess yeah. and therefore ends up being a gear shift so that's an interesting thing in itself we should uh talk about that as we go through so let's go we're going to do honorables first maybe is that no 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 because no, no. the honorables could be in our top five yeah okay yeah. Um, Can I start this one because sure. I'm, I'm right? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I know, well, you're more energetic about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're definitely something about it. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 so my first one is... Uh, Five. Your fifth one. Yep. yep. Not your first one. Your <laughs> fifth... I'm just staring you down here. I'm waiting for this. <laughs> your fifth one is... My fifth one is, uh, is Wolf Creek. 
Yeah. Now. Yeah, because yeah, there, there's, there's a decided turn. Tonal shift, And yeah. even they fade out and fade in. Thank you for recognising that, Sean. Exactly. Yeah. Now, now it is, you know you're going into a horror film. You know that. Yeah. So that horror genre isn't, isn't moving. But what happens, though, is in the first 40 minutes, it's essentially like this handheld tourist kind of, even a little bit of a sprinkle of sci-fi in there, yeah, a bit of thrill. Yeah. But it's generally just a group of kids who you know, just are just travelling. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. And then the fades are black and then it turns into a it, the horror yeah. film that we all know it as now. So the first time we watched that, because we, like you and I, didn't know a lot about this. And Sean yeah. and I saw this like a couple of months before it got released theatrically. So we didn't really know what it was about except for festival um, yeah, reviews, yeah? yeah. yeah? yeah. And we, but we knew it was a horror film. We did know that. Anyway, massive... Loosely based on uh, the happenings in yeah, Australia rather um, than a true story. Loose yeah, on yeah. Yeah, yeah, lots yeah, yeah. of <laughs> true stories. So it probably wasn't a tonal shift, but what it did do is it took a grave turn halfway through and became yeah. the movie that we all love and now. So, yeah, that, that was... <laughs> Head on a stick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, so... yeah, that was in your face. <laughs> <laughs> that was my number six over you, mate. Yeah. Uh, look at him. See, he sneaks it in, number six. six. I heard uh, that. I heard that. Um, so yeah. for me, mine would be um, – my number five would be Deliverance. Yeah, yeah right. Do 100%. you know what? I haven't seen that movie. But but it's it's probably number one on my list of I have to see that movie. Yeah. I owned it on DVD at one stage and then, yeah. you know, things happen. Yeah. And I just – I don't know where to watch it now. Just so, watch it. Well, just, yeah. watch. just watch. <laughs> just watch, yeah. Uh, Look, I, that's in my top five, that one, uh, as well. And because it is one of the greatest tonal shifts in film history or or what-the-fuck moments, right? Mm. It's nowhere. No, you won't find them, mate. It's 70s. 72. 72, 72 yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah. So Burt Reynolds, uh, who, yeah, you know, R.I.P., yeah. yeah, Jesus, mm, yeah. Um, who I loved as a kid. Um, and, yeah, so they travel. It's almost like River Wild. Kind of starts off just traveling along the river yeah. and doing that camping thing, and next minute, for those who have, or should we? Yeah, we're spoilers, right? No, seventy-two. I kind of, I kind of get uh, like what happens in the movie. It's, fa- it's famous for <laughs> one line. Squeal like a pig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they basically get gang raped by these bunch of hillbillies. Yeah, yeah. And completely take, like, obviously when you see that for the first time, you're like, what the? Um, the, the thing about working in a video store that you have to realise is that even if you haven't seen the movie, you must act like or know enough yeah, about yeah, the film yeah, that yeah. you've seen it. Yeah, so exactly. I can I can generally run off a yeah, conversation a until we segue to something that's a good else. point. Yeah, you do actually, yeah. There's a lot of movies you've seen. Same thing working for the series. You haven't really yeah. seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, number five, buddy. Uh, so for me, I can feel how you might argue with this one, but, oh, but the very first one you're gonna say we're gonna get into a freaking ten minute argument. No, but less than other ones that uh, may come up. <laughs> um, so this one is uh, an M Night Shyamalan. Oh, Malan, that's Malan, where you've Malan, gone wrong. Right? That is where you've gone wrong. No, right I haven't there. though. I haven't yes. though because I haven't. I haven't picked. You what have I some think explaining you... to do. No, this film. This film gave you this really sort of creepy drama thriller for a lot of it. And then it just sort of turned into, and I don't even know what genre, you can, you can tell me what it is, but The Village. Yes. So because The Village is one of my favourite thrillers of all time. 
100%, right? Because the change comes once they leave the woods. It's not a thriller anymore. It's more of a no, human no, no. drama. Once the reveal happens, but yeah, but but that's like 10 minutes towards the end. Ah, oh, mate, there's, there's at least 45 minutes. Oh, bullshit. 15, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like there was a bit of like weight off your chest, like pressure off your chest. Yeah. Once they get out, it, you felt like you were that tense watching that movie. Yeah. When you say once they get out, out of the end. I would argue that a simple favor changed in the last 15 minutes. Ooh. Oh, the silence oh. is deafening. <gasps> boom, boom, boom. I'm shooting myself in the no, ears because I'm shooting minutes. the deafening. It was like out. half an hour because you and I were literally Fucking looking at each half other. Half an hour. It What's was the last on? scene of the film. Oh, I've actually seen it. Yet, <laughs> it was actually uh, the last scene oh, of bullshit. the film. Last scene. The, the Scooby Doo moment that happened like 20 minutes before oh, the end wait, of the film. No. Yeah. Anyway, thank you. The village is where I uh, am sitting because uh, I was. It was. It was very much a thriller. I'm um, putting that down to the twist, but okay. But I get, but it. I get what you're saying. There was a twist, yeah. but I also felt that the twist caused a tonal shift. Yeah. Whereas. It, yeah, I do agree. It felt like. Do you have more M.I. Shyamalan? No, that was Good. one. Of, that was my big one. And, you know, I had to take one of the other ones off and yeah. rotate it around with another one. But it's going to be in honorables just to annoy Jay. <laughs> well, I was just going to say because no doubt we'll get to that, and everyone I'm sure at home knows what M Night Shyamalan, you know, obviously has. Shyamalan, if you're going to fucking have one of his films, say it right. Shyamalan, mate, it's Shyamalan my top five. Yeah, yeah, it's my top five. <laughs> 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 uh, you, you'll always have that. <laughs> And, uh, anyway, look, it, it, it is what it is, and uh, there he has done or other films where he has done other films where he has had uh, yes <laughs> twists later on in the day. They're all in the last fucking ten minutes. Not for this. This this was a simple favor. Oh. Uh, anyway, okay. go ahead. Uh, your number four, please. You can skip your number four, five. My number four is uh, is a, a doozy, and that is. Um, and you cannot argue with this one. I know what you think about this film. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I'm this the big is, guy. This is, um, you ready? That's bullshit! I'm oh, sorry, you haven't done it yet. Almost, almost. <laughs> this is, uh, mother! Oh, <laughs> no. 100% No, no, shift. I get yes. it, man. I yeah. get it. 100%. Starts off as this kind of drama thriller. Yeah. And ends up in this macabre, fucked up reality of, or sub-reality of some bullshit. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah. That, that's the best review I've ever heard. It just ends up in some bullshit. <laughs> man, this film takes a left turn like no other. True, right? A oh, real uh, gear, gear shift. God. All right, number four. That's a, that's a good one, man. Yeah. I like that one. That's a good one. A modern one, a more contemporary yeah, yeah, yeah. one. Yeah. All right, so for number four, for me, I have um, one of the Cornetto trilogies. Um, yeah, at World's End, Edgar Wright. Oh, at World's End. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that one. Was it called the Cornetto trilogy? trilogy yeah. Why is it a Cornetto? Because they have a Cornetto they every. They eat what, we've, Cornetto. I've said that on the podcast. Don't you listen to it? <laughs> no, obviously I don't. In every movie. <laughs> I so there's, there's hot, uh, hot fires. Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, and How Was It? I think you'll find that uh, Shaun of the Dead was first, then Hot Fuzz. Yeah, but then... I'm just saying the movies <laughs> in the trilogy. Yeah, no, that, that's a good one. So, yeah. um, At World's End, yeah? Shaun of the Dead, yeah? 
I'm just trying to drag a mic around so Liam can hit it. Actually, talk, yeah. Gave him yeah. Now you can actually hear him for the first time in the podcast. I think I just molested him. So uh, my number four was at World's End. Yeah. Now this film here was a great, a great example because um, it goes from like this kind of comedy coming away, not coming away, like um, a reunion, pub crawl, bit of kind of drama in there a little bit, and then it turns into this sci-fi thriller which was actually kind of pretty serious, mm. except for when Simon Pegg goes, fuck off, yep. Lamp, to one of the <laughs> sci-fi dudes. But that's about it. Like the comedy <laughs> in the last, well, according to Sean, 35 Four minutes. Tw- it could be like seven minutes. but Did they was, have, uh, wasn't it, There wasn't the tone change in a sequel? I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad you mentioned that because my number four is actually also part of the Conetto trilogy, <laughs> and that is Hot Fuzz. I'm okay with Hot Fuzz. Yes. I know. Yeah, you I'm should okay be with because that. it's it's a really nice comedy set in a yeah. beautiful English yeah. town. What? What? Which, it's like a, actually, it's a crime um, action buddy crime. Yeah, who done it? Sort of yeah. thing. And and then it leaks into and and they give you all the way along. They tell you it's going to be bad boys. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. I love yeah, bad, boys. bad boys. I watch bad boys, yeah, and it's yeah. bad boys it's at bad the boys. end. It's just action yeah, and blood and buddy action. I yeah. still think one of my favorite things and then it are, goes dark. <laughs> oh, real dark. I still think one of my favorite things about the movie is the way they make it so intense. How they open a door. Every time it goes <laughs> in to open a door, it's got like the yeah, and then they open it, and then it's yeah. just them walking into scene. Yeah, there's nothing, anything extra. It's just like you think something's gonna happen, and then nothing does. You're like, oh, that was very well made. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all of those. those and the fact that films. um, is it the hound? From Game of Thrones yeah, yeah, is yeah. Yarp. Oh, oh is that's, he Yarp? That's Yarp. Oh my gosh, I didn't even. Uh, and I've seen that since the Game of Thrones came yeah. out as well. Yeah, that's the Hound. Yarp. Yarp. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh my gosh. Mm. Now, uh, obviously, Nick Frost is in that as well with uh, Simon Pegg, and and Nick Frost is famous in this movie for doing his uh, his Swan interpretation, and and I would like to hear everyone's. Uh, swan call. Uh, how about we start with you, Sean? I don't have a swan call. Okay. You mean like an actual swan? N- yeah. What is this? I'm I'm gonna just put it out there. I can't remember what a swan sounds like. I'll, I'll give it a go. Oh no, maybe it was a goose. No, it was, was definitely it a, a swan in the movie. Because they scream swan. No, he doesn't. He does a. I think it's a goose call. He's trying to look for a. Or maybe it is a swan. What are they looking for? A swan. Yeah, they're looking for a swan. Okay, so he goes. He has a swan call. It goes like this. That's a swan. Nah. In the movie, Nick Frost goes. That's a swan. That's a, that's a YouTube. <laughs> that's a swan <laughs> making a sound. <laughs> so in the movie, Nick Frost goes. Oh. Yeah, he's he's trying to be like a goose. Yeah. The, oh no! In in hot fires, yeah. they're trying to get the geese back into the right. That's um, what I'm trying to say. Yeah, right. So, sorry, I thought you were talking about something different, like because they were driving along and I was no, no, no. getting so, out of the way. Of swan. Okay, everyone does their goose call then. It's is a is a goose. <laughs> well, I mean, I wish I had prior notice to this um, goose call <laughs> because I need to know what the hell it sounds like. The way I'm going to be doing it is with cold air. So it's like you're blowing out uh, candles on a birthday cake. So it's uh, <laughs> cold air. 
Same thing with a duck call. To cut off the note, you use the meaty part of your tongue. So you have your tongue anchored against the oh back God, part of your is, teeth. That this really guy is like, should be, you should be able to do all your running a degree. Having your... <laughs> you can hear my tongue. Oh, fuck. I don't know. Honk! 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 Do you know wow. what? That's, just, that's all you get. That sounded like Jay's Chewbacca. Oh, fuck you, man (laughs) (laughs) Like this top five, this went sour and left very quickly (laughs) This is a tone change I feel like I'm in the middle of like South Africa When you can go and live in the trees and listen to the nightlife (laughs) Now, my number three Hang on, no, you could have a go Yeah, where's yours? My number three no, no, you're good. You're goose. I did have a go. I, yes, one thing. Yeah, we didn't hear yes, one thing. I've done it twice. No, Everyone on the well, podcast no, has heard it. No, I have. Where? I did it exactly like Nick Frost in Hot Fuzz. We you didn't, didn't actually it. get to hear him. We, we heard some guy with a wood thing in his mouth. Yeah. Right. Nick Frost, Hot Fuzz. Watch the trailer after this. Okay. Huh. Huh. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good impression of Nick Frost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not, not of a goose. <laughs> oh, my God. Because so, you actually did ask us to do the best sound of... Oh, you yeah. know what? If Can you we... said do Nick Frost, I would have looked up the trailer to that film. <laughs> do and, you mind <laughs> if we edit the last 12 minutes of this fucking <laughs> podcast out? Oh, don't worry. I will. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, my number three. Yes, please. Is that where we're up to? Your, oh, yes, yes. your number four was uh, Hot Fuzz, yeah? Yes. Yeah. My number three is a really good one. This fits it perfectly. And that's Million Dollar Baby. So Million Dollar was Baby that, was... Was it number three? Yeah. <laughs> Have you you know how hard these one? things are to come all across? <laughs> Have you got number one? No, that, number three. Uh, <laughs> million so, Dollar Baby. So don't hit your paper. Let's be happy. Why? We got the same. Well, we got the same position. My Let, top five. Let's talk about it together. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, mine's different, so don't worry. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anger management. Now, let's talk about it together. So we both got that as a number three, right? Yes. So, directed by Clint Eastwood, stars... Jennifer Garner. No, Hillary Swank. <laughs> <laughs> Your face. Uh, I'm not part of this anymore. Uh, I'm out of it. Like, you know. When Ben Affleck comes in and marries her and... <laughs> what, uh, what has happened to this blind. podcast? He's <laughs> blind. And uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, look, to, yes, she's a boxer who, uh, and it's very much a boxing film to yeah. start up. It's like so anything, Creed or whatnot. And when you watch the trailer for this film, it, it was trailered as a female Rocky, mm. yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. maybe a little bit more grounded, but yeah, yeah. and or an updated G.I. Jane. <laughs> but then basically, <laughs> she, I mean, again, it's an older film, so bad luck if you haven't seen it, but she, um, gets. Not almost knocked out, hits her head on the stool, and goes into a coma, and then it becomes a, a fucking euthanasia film. Yeah, like mm. it's heavy, heavy, heavy drama, right? Yeah, from a like real inspirational, motivational yeah. boxing film yeah. or sport film. Yeah, like with a great coach who is Clint. Ah, yeah. oh, sorry, it's uh, Morgan Freeman. My Morgan apologies. Freeman, yeah. Um, yeah, and. So yeah, massive tonal change. I don't gear think, shift. Yeah, Huge. I don't yeah, think yeah. You, anyone could predict the way it went. For a movie, you're thinking, oh, you know, Hollywood stereotype, she'll yeah. win some boxing. Yeah. Yeah. When that happened, when, when she got knocked out and went into a coma, like I was in shock. I was like, yeah. on, what? Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. could almost be a number one in this category. It could, yeah, yeah. It really could be. Uh, there's, there's two for me that are, are doozies for this. Yeah. 
I think one of those will probably be the same. We'll be, we'll be the same all the yeah. way down. Mm. Liam, what do you have? Ah, so for my number three, it's actually not just one movie. It, um, it may or may not be a whole franchise. What? Okay. Um, and that would be the... I want to hear about it first. Before okay. I start arguing, I want to hear about it. <laughs> oh, you'll be on this fucking train. Um, <laughs> the Harry Potter franchise. But what do you mean? Uh, so I know you're okay, not so saying what's going on Explain yourself. Okay, so we're talking about changing of tone. Where you go from the first Harry Potter where, you know, a good old Voldy's dead in everyone else's mind, he who must not be named. Uh, Harry's, you know, happy-go-lucky. Oh, look, I'm a wizard now. He's just <laughs> gone into school. He's happy. He's, yeah, he's a he's young good. boy. He hasn't even discovered himself yet. Yeah, he hasn't. <laughs> You yeah. know, in, in the cleanest way what, I can say that. He oh, doesn't Hermione. know what the flopendo spell can actually really do. Like, you know, there's a lot of things. And it starts in a good way. He's all happy, everything like that, and then shit just goes downhill from every year from there. Change of tone. Well, it has a change of tone, but we are talking about trying to talk about one film here. That would be like me saying, oh, all 24 Bond films has, has a tonal shift. Yeah. Of course it does. Well, can't say I'm on your team here, Liam. I want to, but I can't. Because I, I do, know, I do agree. It gets darker and darker. Oh, completely. As, you know, oh, yeah. The yeah, entries yeah. go go forward. I, I get where you're going with it. Yeah, but uh, it goes from yeah. all happy down to literally like death. No, no death completely, death. completely. I, I would almost say, like you could say, oh, back to the future time. trilogy. Yeah, it has a massive tonal shift in in part one to part two, and then part two to part three. Right. Yeah. Mm. There's just there's a, there's a long time in those films to allow that to happen. Yeah, you can talk about just you talk about that with any other fucking franchise. You can talk about it with any, name one, name, name a film, Predator, Predator franchise. That they're all over the place because they're all you know most of them are I, shit. I, I'm waiting for this tonal <laughs> shift in Predator. Wait, oh man! Uh, well, how can, <laughs> can I can I try and maybe help here uh, and and bridge some of this? Is there a TV show that over a series has changed in tone? And would you accept that as saying that that was a tonal shift? <laughs> I'm no, I'm, I'm actually just wondering uh, if that was a tonal shift. Because then would then a series make more sense? Like a, a sorry, a, right. uni- a universe even. Yeah. I, know, thing man, with, like, I, like, I agree that there's massive tonal shifts in, in Harry. Definitely. But, but the thing is, I don't think there is. Because mm. he's a young boy who becomes somewhat a man, and that's the journey he's taken. He's journeyed into death and whatnot because of yeah, right. everything that's going oh, yeah. that's going on. That's that's probably my main thing about eternal shift is that it it is expected in the world that you are presented at the beginning of this you know world powerful death wizard yeah who's who's possibly could come back you know and take over plus the the human nature of going from a young boy to a teenage angsty also wizard. one of the one of the briefings here was or prereqs was like turning on a dime within the film or or if you want to say franchise right like harry potter never turned on a dime or had a massive shift really like a you know it was always Still part of that world, part of that universe. You know, it wasn't like... So for me, it was an eternal twist. But uh, but 
I can see where you're coming from. Do you know what? Okay. Yeah. Harry Potter is your number three. It is. That's fine. It's my... Go ahead. What's your number two, Jason? Fun. Your number two first. Your, your number three. No, because I was your I number, number three. three. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so I'm happy to share. It's fine. Right. My number two is um, probably almost a quintessential gear shift movie of all time. I'm sure it's your number one or two. So it's we can talk one. about this together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's uh, from... <laughs> dust, dust, dust till, till dawn. dawn. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. It is my number one. Yeah. But, okay, that's fine. Go ahead. Oh, no, we'll talk about it together, yeah. Uh, well, it, I mean, obviously, it's uh, directed by um, Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. Who, uh, for a long time, was one of my favorite directors because he yeah. uh, brought out a book where he made his first film, El Mariachi, for about $10,000. And he got that money by selling himself to medicine to raise the, the cash for it, <laughs> right? Um, so he was like doing what, blood transfusions or something? Or? Uh, pretty much. So it was that sort of stuff. And a lot of the people that starred in that film were from the, the medical experiment that he was involved yeah. with. Um, so he did so well with that movie and it, and, it, and, and it got picked up by, I think, Sony, Columbia or something like that. And uh, they said, we want you, like it did so well, but we want you to remake it. So they gave him loads of money and they got Antonio Banderas to be part of it and called Desperado. So now when you go and buy Desperado, it comes, if you look on the cover, you, you don't just buy Desperado by itself. You buy El Mariachi Always. and El Desperado. Mariachi, yeah. And it's great because it's, it's not a shot by shot, um, but it's, it's, uh, you can see where obviously. It's like a companion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I really, I really like him. And then, and then obviously he went on to make uh, his own. Oh, not about Robert uh, Rodriguez. <laughs> no, no, but, but forget yeah, about, about he, he, But in terms of a tonal shift for a director, his kids, he, he wanted to make movies for his kids. So he made... Um, Spy Kids. Spy Kids. Spy Kids 1, 2, and 3, um, Shark Boy, Lava Girl. Yeah. And people have comments on those that I hear about, oh, they're not that great. He's like, man, you know what? They are fantastic because his oh, kids my girls, wanted something. My girls grew up on that shit. They yeah. love it. Love it. My boys love it as well. Yeah. And because his kids came up with Shark Boy, Love a Girl. And he went out and made a Hollywood movie about it. You know, mm. I love that. Anyway, so he's great. Um, so he does this road, you know, criminal uh, sort of robbery film. Uh, which well, hang is, on. Can I just Go say, ahead. Yeah, please. Sorry. No, yeah. no, no. It, 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 this is written. It's a screenplay by Quentin Tarantino. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. right yeah, yeah. And as... Stars George Clooney and Quentin Quint Tarantino. Tarantino. Yeah, mm. yeah. So you know they just go on this whole uh, journey, uh, basically trying to su- you know survive and get away from the cops and all that sort of stuff. And you know, rob kind some of places crime, and, and, yeah, road movie. Yeah, and it's a lot of drama in there, a lot a of dialogue. Drama, bit it's of, bit of humor. Bit of hu- oh yeah, definitely a bit of humor. Like it's got yeah. everything, you, everything you kind of like. Yeah. And then. Uh, you know, again, however long before the, the film finishes, it's, it's probably, probably the biggest chunk. 50 minutes in. Yeah. Yeah. They, they end up at a uh, kind of like a, what feels to me like a, and I have no idea if this roadside is true. Roadside bar. But a West Texas yeah. roadside bar. Yeah. Nothing else around. Called Titty Twister. With Cheech and Chong or, Chong or Cheech, one of those che- guys Cheech there. is at the, he's at the door. He's at the door. Have you yeah. seen this movie? I haven't, no. Oh, my God. I don't know if I want to say anything, but I'm going to have to. And they... I and think we're going to have to. Yeah, get right. wrong. Like, you're, you're, oh, I've had many years to watch this movie. It's on me. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so, so they walk in and, long story short, all of a sudden they've walked into a vampire bar. Well, this like is, a, this is, nothing has set you up for this. Hmm. Nothing. It's in, like a vampire haven, like a, um, what do you call a it? Nest. Like a nest. Nest, yeah. It's a yeah. nest. Nobody has set you up for this. 
No, there's there's no little inklings or anything no, like that. Nothing. You're on one film. You've walked into this vampire nest. Well, hang on, hang on. Before before he gets to the vampire yeah. nest, so they're just sitting there having a drink at the bar. Salma Hayek gets up on the table, starts oh, Harvey belly dancing and sex like with a big python. She looks amazing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, but Harvey Keitel's in there. He's a god fearing <laughs> man. Yes. Um, what's uh, what's her face? Oh uh, yeah, Juliet. Juliet Lewis. Lewis and um, and Tom Savini, who is like my favorite makeup artist of all time. Yeah. He plays Sex Machine. I think it's. Yeah. And one of the great stories uh, I love from um, from this is basically they started filming in this you know horror element because it just turns complete gore, horror, blood flying everywhere. Robert Rodriguez is like he couldn't get the shots he wanted. So he's that he's that guy that you know at the end he writes shot cut directed by, you know people directed edited whatever he's like shot cut directed. He just grabbed <laughs> the cameras and he was the one that was doing the doping, you know director of photography. He was yeah, the one that was actually shooting everything, yeah. this stuff because he knew what he wanted from this last moment, <laughs> and he he knew he could only get it himself. So yeah, some Watch some that of the movie, man. yeah look some of the uh, vampire effects are probably aged a little bit today. Um, but it doesn't take away the impact of the turn. Well, it'd be interesting now that you know it, Liam. Yeah. Uh, so I'll be going in knowing a knowledge of that whole kind of, oh, this is going to happen now. Because it was something that really took us back at the time, but you, and, and it probably took me, well, I don't remember exactly, but it definitely took me time to think about it. Appreciate it. Yeah. And then think, all right, I'm in. And for me, I remember knowing that this film had a big, twist or something i didn't know when where how why i didn't even know what even though the title is called from dust till dawn right it's, yeah. it's such a vampire title it really is, yeah. you know yeah. but when it happened i was like holy shit <laughs> it was like holy <laughs> shit like this film has just gone what you know and it was amazing and i loved it because i loved horror anyway i love vampires yeah. Yeah. i love qt you know and Oh, even George and everyone. Like, it was just such a great They were all at the height of their powers in yeah. that movie, so yeah. you, you just gave in. Anyway, so yeah, definitely uh, number two for me. You, you're number one. That's one of one, yeah. Yeah, I think it is the quintessential film that we're talking about yeah. for uh, a tonal shift or gear change. Yeah. Um, my number one is one other film, and there's only one little re- – no, I'm going to say it, but there's one reason why that's number one as opposed to Dust or Dawn. But, yeah. 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 So my number two has already been said. It's okay. also another one of the Cornetto trilogies, which is also ah. Hot Fuzz. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, mainly because... It happens a lot in the top, my top five. Yeah, you know, yeah. It. It's one of my all-time favourite movies. Yeah. Um, I just recently watched it again. Yeah, uh, I, it was yeah. on TV oh, yeah. Yeah. a week ago and my mum hadn't seen it for, since it first came out and it's like one of the first times I sat down and watched a full movie with my mum in ages and oh. we were both just in stitches. <laughs> it is very different, funny. For different reasons. It was just a great movie yeah. that we it, both... Because it, it's on Netflix, I believe, as yeah, well. Yeah, it as is. Well. I saw it. Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, all in there, man. And uh, I need to see Shaun of the Dead again uh, yes. as well because I haven't seen... In fact, I tried to watch World's End but it's not available really. Uh, unless it's on Stan because I just got Stan again. Okay. Just two days ago. Uh, so my number two then... Uh, was Justice League. And the reason that okay. happened is because of the directing change. Yep. Um, and it's actually a good one to put in there, I mean, whether it's in your top five, but yeah, okay. Fine. Well, it is, it is for me uh, because <coughs> I, like, I want to be the biggest DC fan that's ever existed. 
and I find it difficult. And <laughs> Justice League is one of the reasons. Like, I still like Justice League. But, but yeah, that's fine. It's fine, Liam. It's fine. You can stay in my house. But <laughs> I, I love it. You know I love DC as well. Yeah. I'm one of the biggest Flash fans ever. But, but, but look, uh, the, okay, but in terms of this segment, it, it, it's, it, it set it up as a Snyder film. Mm. And then jokes just sort of started leaking in and became heavy uh, later on. It's and like two films running parallel to each other, intermixed. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. And, and they were struggling against one another and, yeah. and that's for me the tonal shift that, yeah. that was fighting against one another the whole way. Uh, and that's why it's my number two because I wanted it to be something huge yet the tonal shift really sort of destroyed it um, uh, from being a, a really great, like the first Avengers. A really great film. Yeah. Mm. Um, and what? I'm not a huge Snyder fan after 300. Even, mm. I like, sorry, Watchmen is probably my last one. I really liked Watchmen. That was fantastic, yeah. Post that, not a huge Snyder fan. Oh, I, I love BVS and Man of Steel. It's fine. I'm yeah. still not a huge fan. Okay. I think it could have been done better by another director that doesn't have such a iconic style of directing. Yeah. And yeah, well, let's save some of this for the DC episode. Oh right, yeah, sure. But I, w- what's interesting though is um, this didn't have a tonal shift halfway through. It had a tonal shift every five or ten minutes, or every almost every second scene. Yeah, yeah, and that that there lies a flaw. But I get why you had such high hope, and and there's still a. Do you know what? There's still a good film in there. I, uh, yeah. I, I watched it again the other night and I, I still enjoy them, hmm. but I want them to be more. I yeah. want them to be the, the they pinnacle. They could have of, been so much more. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and unfortunately, well, the, <coughs> Marvel has provided yeah. you with that benchmark. The only comparison we have yep. is Avengers, yep. where they all group together. They're all grouped together. And Avengers 1 and 3 are awesome films. Awesome films. And Avengers 2 is still shines above Justice League, for sure. Uh, oh, it does. Is that the one where the whole, like, land rips up yeah. and goes up? And, uh, don't, yeah, yeah. don't joke with me about these things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my number one. <laughs> my number one is... I'm uh, not locked in here with uh, you. <laughs> You're locked in here with me. <laughs> Sorry, Rorschach. <laughs> Watchmen. Yeah. Yeah. What a great character, huh? That's great, yeah. Um, TV show coming out soon. Yes, yes. I hear, yeah. yeah. My number one is uh, is an original classic, which is probably why it's just above Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. And that is Psycho. Yeah, okay. So the first half an hour of this film is like a – what happens if anyone hasn't seen it is um, – is it – yeah, Janet Lee. She basically gets given $60,000 from her boss to go bank, right? Uh, directed and by she, Gus Van Sant, right? No. <laughs> the remake, yeah. Oh, right, right, yeah. Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> and she, she basically uh, is a mystery thriller, a crime thriller, uh, sorry, crime mystery, and she runs away the, with the money. I calculated when I last watched it, which was about three months ago, two months ago, that $60,000 in 1960-odd, was like worth basically worth six hundred thousand dollars or six hundred and fifty thousand dollars today. Yeah. So there's a lot of money that she stole, right? Yeah, yeah. And she basically ran off with the cash. So the first half an hour is about all of that, 
And then she just stays in a hotel, motel overnight. Yeah. And, you know, she's kind of trying to hide the money and get rid of all that. And little did she know she's with Norman Bates, right? Yeah, Who yeah. we all know now. We can take this for granted because we know the law of Psycho and Bates Motel and, and Norman Bates and blah, 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 right? But, man, you're watching this film for the first time in 1967, whatever it was, and then suddenly the AAA star actor, actress, Janet Leigh, gets murdered by someone. And, like, not even halfway through the film. Yeah, yeah. And then becomes this, like, thriller. Like, thriller. like serial killer thriller. Yeah. And the main actor has died. It's like... Um, I need to go back and watch this again. It's yeah. like Scream with Drew Barrymore at the beginning. Kind of. Like, yeah, in terms but, of, like, but there was no tonal dying. shift. But, no, yeah, no. it was, like, a shock. It was, like, yeah. what, hang on, what? When, when we first saw that, Parramatta, if you remember. When yes. We saw that. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't no one believe knew it. that Drew Barrymore was going to die. No. We had no idea. Yeah. We just knew that Drew Barrymore was in this horror film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It turned out that she dies in the first five minutes. Spoilers. And you're like, wait, 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 wait. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? There's another good example of this. And it's in my honorable mentions, but I'll mention it now because it makes sense. Yeah. And that is Ryan Gosling in the um, Place Beyond the Pines. I don't know if you've oh, ever seen yes. that. No, I haven't, yes. but I've heard. Great yeah, film. It's a great film. It's a sequel to something, isn't it? No, no. Oh. And the Same director as something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done um that car film, the drive, the beady, the beady car film, the beat people in the face car film. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that one. But um, oh. so for the first forty minutes, it was all about Ryan Gosling's character. Mm-hmm. All of it was just him doing this, that, and the other, and blah blah yeah. blah, kind of crime drama. And then he dies. Oh, so it's a good film. I haven't seen it. Uh, I, I, oh, but man, it's like it was nineteen yeah, but, uh, but, 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 but I, didn't, I thought it was from the the the, the beady car film, the beady face car film. What the hell Director. are you talking about? The beady car? What? What? What's the one that you would drive by or drive something or drive? Reynolds Drive, like yeah, you drive. It's called drive. drive. I can only say it so many times. <laughs> it's called so drive. drive. Right. It's directed by Nicholas no, Winding no, no, Drive. Drive. Oh, sorry. Drive. Thank you. It's directed by Nicholas Winding Winding Remph. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's hard so, to say. So what's happening? Uh, so it's not directed it, by him. It's not by him. No. no. That's the only reason it's I didn't watch it. Right. Now you just ruined it. Like it's probably a really great film. It's a really good film. Ah, well, it's not anymore, is it? <laughs> <laughs> but no, and we're talking about what we're talking about, you know, and that yeah. is. So then suddenly he dies, and yeah. it fades to black. Comes back open and it's it's all about um, uh, Christian Bale's character. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I didn't it's just, even it's know just like a Bale different film. film. Bloody hell! Huh? I didn't even know. I, I shunned this movie so much that I didn't even know Christian Bale <laughs> was in the movie. Maybe <laughs> not Christian Bale. Hang on, let me just IMDb this. Well, no, he, he might be. I'm just saying I had no idea Sorry. that he was. I thought it was Bradley Cooper. Comes oh, <laughs> no. And uh, in Trailer Park this week, Christian Bale is getting Lady Gaga to sing uh, songs. Anyway. Um, yeah, it's just two you different know, films. You come at me with this information, put, put this misinformation. That was my number one. Psycho is the original yeah, tonal shift. Gear one into gear six. <laughs> Turn on a dime. Have you got any, um, you know, mentions? Honorables, yeah, yeah, but you've got but number I one, right? I actually have a number one that's yeah, different yeah. to you guys. Liam's so. still here, you know. Yeah, hi. <laughs> I'm just like, come on, that's it. <laughs> yeah. 
So mine isn't a franchise this time, so don't oh, attack me. God for that. Um, <laughs> it's a movie that you probably wouldn't think of would be Click. Mm. Yeah, I like this one. I like yeah, this one yeah. a lot. So, yeah, this is, you know, the Adam Sandler and Kate Beckinsale movie yeah. where he works way too much and yeah. f- I'm pretty sure, was it Christopher Walken Yeah, in Bed, Bath and Beyond? Yeah, yep. yeah, that's where he meets So look, this was a high concept comedy at the beginning. Yeah, kind of like a Bruce Almighty, but with yeah. a, an yeah, actual controller. Yeah, very Bruce Almighty. Yeah. Yep. And, and it had David Hasselhoff in it. So, you know, <laughs> it's great. Then, and he bashes yeah. up Hasselhoff. Yeah. <laughs> but then he gets his remote control and what happens? Basically, he starts fast-forwarding through the boring parts, what he perceives as the boring parts in his life. Yeah, which is like family stuff, just chit-chat at the table. Yeah, so basically that, doing reports at work, things like that. And it started every time he got into those kind of things. So for like a big one was like the foreplay. Yeah. Yeah, and then (laughs) it started skipping through all the other parts of those aspects of his life. And he ended up, Skipping through, like fast forwarding through three quarters of his life, basically yeah. up to his dead deathbed. Yeah, and before he know it, knows that he's on his uh, deathbed. Yeah. Yeah, and so it goes from a whole thing of being a comedy <laughs> of, hey, this remote, which is great, I can pause, I can do things, I can fast forward through complete control. Yeah, I've got control of my whole situation to the, and I want to get to the destination straight away by skipping the journey until. He realizes, which is cliche as anything compared yeah. to like the normal thing is where it's the journey that's the real thing, not the actual destination. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and, and it ends up becoming a real dark, somber piece. It really does. Yeah. yeah. And it's quite sad, actually. Yeah. Yeah. No, it definitely has a good tonal shift in that film, but the film is still good. Yeah. It's not like a mess at yeah, all. Yeah, so it's just... and I'm not saying by any means it's one of those masterpieces that oh, ever no, been no, made because no. it's an Adam Sandler movie. Um, not saying that he's, <laughs> you know, I, I, that was... Did a he just say masterpiece and Adam Sandler in the same In the same sentence. sentence, but I also said it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Having said that, Punch Drunk Love was excellent. Happy Gilmore is excellent. Waterboy is, is Waterboy. excellent. Yeah. And, and, and then there's the next flicks, which is... <laughs> Let's not go there. Yeah. Let's not go there. Yeah, they happened. Um, yeah, but no, I like that. I think that's a really good, really good um, example of what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so that's probably my number one, mainly because of that intense tonal change and the fact that it really kind of hit me of like, well, crap, this is what you know. If you just kind of cruise by on auto. Your I'll never for, I'll never forget that the scene in this film where he um he's quite wealthy I think yeah yeah so he's quite wealthy he gets really overweight and then he wakes up one day and um he he's had a few operations or whatever and he's just got that like loose flab he has a couple of tummy tucks mm-hmm. he has like all that loose flab on his gut mm-hmm. do you remember that I'm trying to remember that part he's sitting yeah. there flapping it it was like really gross anyway. It was in the future and you can, you know, get, I don't know what it was, get tummy tucks or whatever. Yeah. Anywho, um, yeah, good one. I like that. I like Click. Yeah. I got some honourable mentions. Go ahead. We've uh, talked about a few, so I'll just race through them. 
Uh, first one for me, which was almost in my top five, but it's such a little independent director video that we actually have mentioned in this podcast before, and that's Dog Soldiers. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Dog course. Soldiers the is werewolf a... Werewolf film. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a soldier war soldier action film that turns into a werewolf film halfway yeah, through. Definitely. Um, another one by what seemingly could be accident is uh, Hancock. Yeah, right. So I Hancock is this. like fun superhero comedy that turns really quite dark yeah. towards the second half of the film almost like two pieces put together yeah. and I just often wonder whether that was actually their intention or yeah. whether they just didn't know how to finish this thing you know but I looking back at the film now it's still kind of enjoyable like I, I still don't mind the film yeah, yeah. I, I watched it not long ago it oh, was right. pretty cool yeah. it was alright fine but it definitely has a tonal shift. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. kind of yeah. like leaving Las Vegas yeah. versus yeah, some sort of Marvel film. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, funny people for those, it was uh, Seth Rogen. Um, obviously, kind of started out as a comedy, then ends up in this kind of uh, drama, cancer thing going on. Um, Boogie Nights. I, I was surprised you didn't... Did you have Boogie Nights at all? Or? No, because, again... I don't see it as a tonal shift. Right. I see it as the natural way of that world. Okay. So what, I think what the tonal shift was, because that was a PTA as well, yeah? It was, I think, yeah. yeah. So the first half of the film is 70s. Yeah. So 70s porn, drugs, rock and roll, yada, yada, yeah. yada, right? And almost the, the aftermath. Mm. Yeah, and then the eight, and then the halfway through the film it goes into the 80s and becomes like a crime thriller still has all the elements of porn and <laughs> drugs and sex and rock and roll yeah, yeah. but it definitely has a, a shift you know yeah um, no I, I get I get why people have put this in their lists yeah, yeah. 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 another one for me is a, is a very personal one and that was Irreversible right. so this is a little bit controversial controversial in the fact that um, I didn't watch it because I've of the it, yeah. matter subject yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. it's a tough, tough yeah. film. But all I'll say is the film is filmed in reverse. So the climax is at the start of the film. And then the last half is the drama. Yeah. So the first half of the film is like full on, the most full on film you've almost ever seen. Yeah. Ever. Like a real uh, ultra a real rape scene in there as well. It's got a real rape scene, but it's a, it looks no, like it's real. Sorry, I mean, yeah. obviously it's not a real rape scene. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> just, be a black here, here you go, Hollywood, can I just have that video? And <laughs> that was, yeah, well, the, the thing is, this is the only film ever. <laughs> sorry, I'm not, I'm not laughing about rape. I'm just like, <laughs> as, if I, as if I meant that it was a real rape scene. Like, you know what I meant? Like, I mean, it was... <laughs> It was a oh realistic God. rape oh, yeah. scene is what I was trying to say. Oh, Speaking of going black, what? <laughs> Dark. Oh, now, my God. this is the only film that I was glad to watch the uh, making of after it because it was so impactful or so heavy to watch that the making of actually showed you how they did everything, which actually made me feel like, okay, I can handle this film. You know I have saying? a lot of jokes that I'm not going to say on this podcast, but as soon as we get off here, you are <coughs> you are going to get it. Uh, another one is uh, Full Metal Jacket would be yes. thrown yep. around in that. Now, although it's all a war film, yes, yep. Yep. but the first half is all about the... Um, build up. It's a boot camp. Mm. All the about up. the boot camp. 
and it was all kind of fun. And then suddenly, I mean, well, again, it's well, no, suddenly one of um, Vincent D'Onfrio kills himself because yeah. of the boot camps too full on. And then war hits and it's fucked. It's fucked. It's fucked. Did you yeah. say the same thing about Gallipoli? Uh, well, I, I, I guess, but it's that, that whole fun thing. They go, they're training over in Egypt. Everything's fun. They're, you know, trading, yeah. they're having sex. But they get to the front the lines and like, minutes. oh. Yeah, but that's like the last seven minutes of the film. And they're like, sitting, well, no, it goes no, on for a while, it's a man. a big part yeah. of the movie is the war part. Because it kept flashing back a lot. Yeah. While they're in the war part. It keeps yeah. flashing back to him being a track star. Not Mel Gibson, of course, but the other kid. The other guy, yeah. Um, Who's a man you know, from Snowy Run River like guy. a leopard. Yeah. Or run like a, whatever it is, a cheaper cheater. I don't know. <laughs> He didn't run fast enough, obviously. <laughs> Spoilers, he's dead. He's shot. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> yeah. um, but you know what? Uh, with all of that, how lucky are we not to have to go to war? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to say that because I laugh at that, that sort of thing, which is trying to pick up the mood, mood of the time and what happens. And like I laugh at it, but man, God damn it. I'm so lucky that I don't that have to be involved you, yeah. in that sort of stuff. Oh, same. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, any other would, mentions? It would be horrible. I got two more. Yeah. One more. Uh, one is uh, the crying game. I don't yeah. know if you guys remember this, but I mean, it's a bit of a. It's <coughs> a bit of a twist ending, isn't it? It's a you? twist ending. No, it oh, is. Oh well. No, no, no. It is. However, the the film still has a tonal shift. So the first one's all about like that kind of out in the out in the farm CIA kind of investigation thing, and then the second half or second act. Sorry, the third act. <laughs> Becomes a you know high life, you know, drugs, disco, and penises kind of. This feels like a tonal shift when you were about twenty five, uh, when you went out to a nightclub and it was like, I'm only going for tens, I'm only going for tens, and then like, you Hi, know, I'm Jason. last hour of the night. Hi, I'm Jason. Like, I love you four. Yeah, I love I you. I know you're a two. <laughs> I know you're a two. That's the kind of tonal shift yeah. that you just brought up. Yeah, it's called uh, Jack Daniels. <laughs> um, and my last one, which is a, this one's a little bit of a stretch for me, but I kind of like it, and I really want to watch this film again. And I know you love this film, Sean. Yeah. And that was Wild Things. Oh yeah. Now I know this yeah. was twist after twist no, after get, twist yeah. after twist. But it was so many twists. Yeah. That it almost became the tonal shift. Yeah, and what? Yeah. yeah, I mean, what happened though is that halfway through the film, you you learn that. Well, it's a bit more than half, but you learn that they're all in it together. Yeah. And then it becomes what it becomes. Yeah. Matt Dillon, Nev Campbell, and uh, the girl you mentioned before. Denise, Denise Richards. Richards yeah. yeah. And she was just everything in that movie. Oh, yeah. She was amazing. Wow. Every girl's and guy's fantasy, yeah. pretty much. And Nev Campbell, she proved in that movie that she was, should do anything to be a good actor. Yeah. <laughs> No, and I mean that in a positive way, like, uh, you know, in the whole teeth knocking out scene. You know, she'll go through that more gore, grunge, yes. gross yeah. stuff to be able to go into a film like that. Now, listen, that pretty much wraps, uh, wraps up how my top five for <laughs> uh, gear shift changes or tonal changes or twists at the end, yeah. whatever the bloody hell you want to call it. Uh-huh. But while we have Liam here, I want to throw a quick top five Round round the table very very quickly. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sure. Now, for people who don't know, uh, Liam is a massive ice hockey fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We, he's played it. I've played it. We skate together. We muck around. We even rocked up in uh, jerseys together tonight. Yeah. Liam, 
in 37 seconds, what are your top five ice hockey films of all time? Go. Day one, <laughs> Champions. Yep. Um, Goon one. Yep. Um, D2. Yep. Goon two. Yeah. <laughs> um, the one with Kurt Douglas, the ice hockey movie. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. It's Kurt killing. Douglas. I'm pretty sure it's Kurt oh, Douglas. Pa- um, Slapshot. No, 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 Slapshot's up there, but that's more of a comedy one Kurt for me. Kurt Douglas. I'm pretty sure it's Kurt Douglas. Give me a second. I'll find it. Michael um, Douglas? Can I tell you mine? Yep. Um, mine would be Young Blood with uh, Patrick Swayze and Rob Lowe. Uh-huh. Fucking um, great. That film. is a really good one, but it's not in my top five. Uh, Goon. Miracle. Miracle. Oh, Miracle. That's yeah, what I was yeah. thinking of. Mystery Alaska with Mich- Russell Crowe. That's that's my one entry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, D2 and D... Sorry, Kurt Russell. That's what I was Kurt thinking. Russell, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 of yeah. course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, D2, Champions, all that. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I'll throw a few curveballs in here. Sudden Death with Van Damme, which happens <laughs> to be around ice hockey. It's going back to five, I'm just saying. Honourables. And the other, the other stretch is... Um, <laughs> did, did, did you guys ever see Cutting Edge? Yes. 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 <laughs> so it's about the ice hockey player yep. who becomes a figure skater. <laughs> yeah, it's I kind of liked it when <laughs> I was I liked it when I was 14, all right? Look, I'll give you uh Mystery Alaska, love that. Yep. Um obviously D1 Champions. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um Mighty Ducks Go Forever. Yeah. That's I mean, uh, that's about it for me. Yeah, what about, I have, I have, what about only because I haven't seen uh, Hoons or Goons Goon. or whatever. Also, if you're into like documentaries about <laughs> ice hockey or anything to do with it in general, um, the Ice Guardians on Netflix is about the basically what Goon is, which is yeah. what they're called like a goon where they go out and they protect your biggest asset on the team. Yeah. So they, they're the aggressive, the aggressor on the team. So if you try and hurt the, the best player on the team, that, that bad guy on their team will go out after you. Imagine, imagine if they just refereed it properly, properly. And then no one hurt anyone like every other it's, game. It's, it's, it's a, it's a thing a of that. It goes to, Especially these days, it's uh, way too fast paced, and I knew you were dragging me into it's this. It's the only like, game that actually allows a bit of biff. A little biff, eh? Yeah. yeah. A little biff, eh? Drag their shirt over the top of someone and punch them through the shirt. Uppercut. The Uppercut. fights are great, but the reason why you can't ref half the stuff that goes on, especially when there's a lot of these dodgy calls, is these guys are going really fast on what, like half an inch of bl- of metal on ice. Yeah. Yeah. At like speeds of like 30 plus kilometers an hour at least and trying to stop next door wall with another guy bearing down with a giant stick in your back. How does that play with the fighting? <laughs> well, <laughs> say that one guy is your best uh, scorer on your team and he gets taken out and he gets an injury. That's your best scorer gone. You're going to get mad. You're going to get angry. But shouldn't shouldn't that person that took him out give them a yellow card or a red card and send them off? They... <laughs> That's soccer, football terms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they, they get uh, penalty pims, so penalty minutes. How? They get pims? Yeah. 
but not the they alcoholic. They get to sit down and not have an alcoholic beverage. beverage. Not the alcoholic. So if you smash someone, you get given an alcoholic beverage to I, sit there. <laughs> you're doing beer league. You're doing beer league. You do it. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, beer league. Yeah, it's great. But um, yeah, so that's when it usually becomes blood. So if you look up like 1997 Detroit Red Wings versus uh, Colorado Avalanche um, final series, you will see one of like it's like an all-in team brawl. So both teams fight each other. I'm talking goalies. I'm talking like you know people on the side all got on the ice to fight each other, all because of one dirty hit the game before. Sounds like a rugby league match out Western Sydney. But this is more uh, classy because they're on ice skates, <laughs> <laughs> and these guys actually have an education. You know? <laughs> Hang on, I was brought out Western Sydney. Oh, what's going on? Um, I'm just banging out rugby league. That's what you said. So I'm just going off that one. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I um, I I went to a ice hockey match once. I went to Washington Capitals. Yeah, yeah. I watched it, and and the thing is, I would go and watch it again. I quite like watching the top oh, league. The skill and finesse of what they're doing on a tiny little bit of metal on a giant field of ice with all that gear going really fast with guys who basically want to take their head off if they're not looking up. Mm. Like, See, but, you've seen you've seen me skate. You like that? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I wish I could skate like that. I, I wasn't brought up. I was brought up with other skills. You know what I mean? You, you yeah, have yeah. skating skills. I don't have that. I was brought up in Canberra. There was yeah. not a lot to do but skate. skate yeah. <laughs> so I can't skate. I mean, I... I can skate in terms of I can go in a straight line yeah, and yeah. I can turn to keep going around into another straight line and turn to go to another straight line. <laughs> but if you ask me to stop, there's a problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it really you, is. You can um, yeah. ski and snowboard quite I well. I can yeah. snowboard. Yeah. I can't ski. Okay. I can't do anything yeah, with my... <laughs> hey, where's the snowboarding top five? I'll slay that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't. My legs can't stay together. Whenever like I've got two separate things, if I've got if I'm locked onto one board, no it, problem. Yeah, he's got this problem where he's like just spread. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. I was waiting for it. Sorry for. I was hoping for a better joke, but I was waiting for it. Oh, I was looking at Jay, and he just <laughs> wasn't coming up with anything. So I'm like, uh, uh. well, no, because I'm winding this top five up. I'm we done. are moving on to <laughs> what's hot, what's not. What's hot? What's not? Jason, tell us. Let's do it. Let, let me uh, take you through this. So what's hot at the cinema right now? I'm going to say The House with a Clock in Its Walls, directed by Eli Roth, Kate Blanchett, and Jack Black. It looks great. Yeah. yeah. Can you really reviews? Go out and see it. I think it'll be fun. Not that I've seen it, so I can't really comment. But <laughs> but it's hot. It's hot. No, it it'll is. Be hot. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The buzz is huge. Home entertainment. Now, home entertainment means uh, either you can rent it or buy it uh, in electronic sell-through. So, home entertainment, you've got uh, Jurassic World 2 and Solo. Uh, Star Wars Story Solo have just been released for uh, um, electronic sell-through. So, you own them today uh, if you wanted to go on there. So, they're hot. Net oh, hello. Hello. Netflix and Stan or uh, digital uh, platforms. I have a couple of oldies, a couple of newies. So I've got 8 Mile has just been released on Netflix. Saw that, yeah. yeah. Mm. So I should go check that out yeah, if you haven't seen it. Add to my list. Yeah, 100%. Or go back and watch it again. American Vandal Season 2. So for those who watched Season 1, which was great, uh, Season 2's out. I, I don't know about the content of this one, but um, 
it's out for those who are fans. Yeah. Um, Ozark season two, we talked about that earlier in the show. Look, it's still a positive. Yeah. Uh, Kick-Ass, the original Kick-Ass yes. has just yes. been popped on there. So that's definitely one that if you haven't seen, you should go watch. Um, another one is one of my favourite sleeper creepers, which is Nocturnal Animals, which we've spoken about a little bit on this show. Um, if you've seen it once, please go and watch it again and again. Uh, this movie just gets better with the more watches that you watch. Um, but watch it with a warning. It's pretty heavy. Another little – and then I thought I'd put a, a couple of uh, sleepers in there or um, smaller films, and one is Hannah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a – it's like a – I saw that at the cinema. Yeah, it's like a noir kind mm. of um, espionage thriller, but like a kind of an independent feel, yeah. feel with um, – with the Aussie actor uh, Eric Banner. Oh, that's right. Mm. Yeah, I forgot he's, yeah, he plays yeah, the part. Yeah, and Mia Kiewaski, maybe? Maybe. I yeah. don't think it's her. But I, yeah, I maybe. think it is. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, it's definitely worth a watch. <laughs> Look, it's a good film, but it is an independent born supremacy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Another it's one for me is uh, Let Me In, which is a remake of uh, Let Me Let the Right One In, which is a horror vampire film. Mm. stars uh, Chloe Moret. So it's a Hollywood make of Let the Right One In, which is one of the greatest horror films of all time. Yeah. Let Me In, which is a Hollywood remake, is actually really good. So you're saying I should watch Let the Right One In? No, I think Let Me In. Would be. Let, let the Right okay. One In is for you know, real the horror fans. I just recently, so... Well, yeah, no, the let, let... First time ever. Let the Right One In is a, a Danish film. Yeah. Let Me In is a Hollywood remake. Oh, I don't mind Moretz. foreign films. No, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm oh. No, I'm saying nothing to do with foreign. It's pure horror uh, fans. Like you're going to be a real uh, okay. horror fan yeah, to yeah. like that. And I'm not that. Yeah. And Let Me mm. In is just a little easier to watch. A okay. little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know right. what I mean? Entry me? level. Yeah, Almost. but it's good. It's very, very good. If you okay. like vampire films, well, I do. I this mean, is really good. Yeah. yeah, so let me in. Let me in. And that's on Netflix. Yeah, I'm in. Just came out. I'm doing it. Oh, it could be Stan actually. I I got Stan. Yeah, last couple of Stan, days. So yeah. I'll check that out. The last one that I'm gonna not recommend, but it's hot, is uh, James McAvoy's Filth. Sorry, oh. Filthy. Filthy. Filth. Sorry, Filth. Filth. I keep yeah. seeing that around, but that's yeah, the plastic one. Or is no, no, this is uh, by the writer of Train Spotting. Oh, that's his yeah, second so book. Yeah, right. Um, it's really out there. But James McAvoy is unreal. And, but the film is really gross and really hardcore. Like, really in, hardcore. In what sense? Like, is it a sexual thing or is it a drug thing? Or Yes, yes. Oh, okay, right. You name it, it's got it. It's R-rated. It's, it's train spotting meets kids meets it's all whatever. Right. Yeah, but James McAvoy, who I love, and he's really it, good in this. He hasn't done a bad movie in a long and time. And he plays right? a, just an mm-hmm. asshole in this film, right? Yeah. But he's really good at it. And anyway, if you don't mind your R-rated, look, yeah, do not watch this film. But if you don't mind train spotting uh, and you know, Fight Club or you know kids, like you said, those hardcore kind of R-rated films, have a look at it. Yep. Yeah, it's really good. Um, not, what's not hot? You ready? In cinema. I'm going to say it. You ready? I'm going to say it. Oh, you ready? On. What's not hot at the cinema? Don't do it. Don't the do Predator. It. Oh, no, no, no. Boom. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. It's not hot. No, why? Why is it not hot? Because it's shit. Well, why? It, it did, like in Australia, it did um, the second most amount by like $100,000 and not even that. In Australia, what not is even that, that. Like, 
Not even. Like $800,000 or what? It's nothing. It's, yeah. <laughs> no. The producer is not hot. Uh, what's not hot in Netflix or Stan is uh, Failure to Launch, Matthew McConaughey <laughs> and Sarah Jessica Parker. So not That's hot just across the board from mm. beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Great name. I it. now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. This is um this is Adam Sandler of a vehicle. Right, yeah, you remember with Kevin Kevin James. I mean, so back this, when it came out, I kind of ex- just accepted it. Sure, but oh. you loved Adam Sandler, and, and I did too, by the way. At that point, I think I did. Yeah. 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 So just for those who don't know, this was actually I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry was a remake of an Australian film called the um what was it called again the Strange Bedfellows with um, Michael mm. Caton and Paul Hogan. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was actually yeah. a remake of the Aussie Strange film. Strange Bedfellows, yeah. yeah. And the other not hot on Netflix, I'm going to say it. I'm going to drop it. I need something to drop. Hang on. No, no, I'll do my case. phone. Ready? <laughs> Ready? I'm going to drop it. Oh, not no. hot on Netflix. Justice League. Oh, <laughs> oh no. That's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's too much. It's too much. It's too much. <laughs> now, um, <laughs> oh my gosh! Now the only thing I've got you from you um, for home entertainment in not hot is uh, you just aligned yourself with Marvel, my friend. So when we get to our DC Marvel comic discussion, don't even try and pretend what fence you're uh, oh sitting on. Gosh, it starts. It starts. <laughs> if Bo listens to this, he's yeah. going to be on you. Now, um, not hot. I, I put down Tully, which is the one that I saw not long ago with uh, Charlie's Theron, directed by Jason Reitman. I don't know, man. Look, it's good, but it's not. It's just not quite there for me. But I need your advice this on is something. A Tom Hanks thing. No, not not Sully. Oh, uh, Tully. Tully. I need your advice on a film I have in Not Hot because I'm assuming that isn't Not Hot and that is because I've heard conflicting reports all over the joint okay. and that is Hereditary. Yeah. And then you've seen that. I have. Yeah. I have, I have seen it. And uh, I I've, have, I've heard it's the best film ever made to It Was a Piece of Shit. And do you know what? I've heard exactly the same things. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I, as I was uh, – as the film, the credits ro- rolled – the people behind me was a couple, male, female. The female stood up and said, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and I don't know if she was referring to the last tonal change <laughs> in the film or whether she was referring to the whole film. Um, I quite enjoyed the film. Like it was a long, slow burn. Yeah, slow burn horror. Yeah. And that Classic was cool. slow burn horror. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just really hit fast, but like, kind of like, kind of like putting a. a what, like uh, Harry Potter did in part Well, no, seven? I was just about to say, like a Michael Myers, <laughs> Michael Myers, and then the last 15 minutes is Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it kind of felt like that sort of weirdness. Mm. Okay. Well, how would you compare it to Conjuring? Of a modern slow burn horror. Uh, I mean, you could you could kind of attach the yeah the first seventy five percent of the film to yeah. something like Conjuring because I only just saw Conjuring for the yeah. first time yeah uh, a few weeks ago. Still haven't seen it. 
Oh man, you know what? It was For really real. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah but you, you you say it's horror. No, no, but uh, yeah, so so there's a difference. So here, because I don't yeah. like horror, so it's a clean horror. Yeah, is what I call it's clean it. horror. Yeah. Where there's no gore. It's it's based around the eeriness. Of everything, <laughs> so that's what it is. I'm man. fine with stuff like gore when it comes to things like Saw or Slash Hostel. Yeah. yeah, big slashes. I'm fine with, but when it's the jump scare stuff like The Ring, that that's I'm done. Well, do you know what? I'd say there are a couple. I, I like The Ring. I, I'd say there were a couple of jump scares in there, but um, but it really is based around just the the eeriness, the eekness of it all. Well, you, you had that you it. had that J horror movement in the early 2000s. So Ring Grudge. And all that, right? Yeah. And after... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after in, in, that... In, in Hereditary, you have... <laughs> oh, now I get what Hereditary was. Yeah, that looks weird. <laughs> but then there was nothing in horror. I lost faith in modern horror, in contemporary horror, yeah. until Conjuring. When I saw The Conjuring, I'm like, yes, thank God, we are back. We're going to head into... <laughs> <laughs> it's a trailer park. <laughs> trailer park. Here Trailer's we are. Big. Jay, what's the latest? The latest is Captain Marvel trailer mm. out of our Marvel films. Yeah, man. Like that was it? two days te- ago dropped. Yep. That was teased. Amazingly, by everybody, like but but Brie Larson more than anyone else, and you know, of course she's going to because she wants this to be a success for her. Uh, yeah, but she has been like on Twitter, really whoring this thing out. Um, yeah. And uh, what do you think? What did you think of the trailer? I'm I'm, I'm keen. Uh, no, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. The fact that she crashes into a blockbuster <laughs> after our video store episode, yeah. I was like, yes. Yeah. No, I'm I'm keen. Like I really like Brie Larson. I really yeah. really like her. I think she's a great actress. I think she's very cute, and I think she's that helps. And I think she's great for this uh, Captain Marvel. You yeah. know, I've never seen her in anything, uh, but I am in. Like, 100%. oh, you haven't seen Room? No. Oh, two. And uh, nah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, too cla- it's too claustrophobic for me. Um, and uh, I I'm in and. Uh, yeah, you're right. Falling into the, the blockbuster was great. <laughs> and in fact, the, the hate that's been coming towards her about not smiling. In, oh, really? Have you not seen any of this? No, I don't read, read that oh, shit. Oh, it's crazy, mate. Uh, Twitter, mate. Get off Twitter. Uh, it's, it's, it's terrible. It's not Twitter. It, it's, it's Instagram. It's YouTube. It's, it's everywhere, everything yeah. now, dude. It's just toxic. as anything. And because uh, when I first saw They're it. more awesome, mate. Yeah. Uh, when I first saw the hatred. I saw a picture of different films she, that she had done. They cut them together. It was all with the same face. So I thought that the concept behind all of this or the point behind all of this is that she's a bad actor and that being in, in, in Captain Marvel is that she's a bad actor. I haven't seen her in any films, right? I've only seen these uh, like six pictures of her not smiling in different films. So I thought what you're trying to say to me is that she's not a great actor and that's why you're angry. And then I read further and day 24 hours went past and I read more and more. And no, what they were trying to say is that she wasn't smiling. She doesn't smile. She's like, you know, what the oh fuck gosh. are you talking about? Mm-hmm. That, I'm completely okay with that trailer. Go for a run. It's great. Like, yeah, get out of your house. <laughs> Go for a run. <laughs> Liam, what do you think? 
The, the, I did like, okay. cheers, smile. <laughs> the people you tell them to go for a run probably can't run, so, you know, go for a waddle. Um, <laughs> honestly, I I like the trailer. I'm still hesitant. She doesn't smile. I'm hesitant because she doesn't smile. Uh, <laughs> mainly because I don't know how they're going to bring in this most powerful person and keep it at a net neutral compared to the other ones. Dude, it's Marvel. They fucking made a purple dude look fucking menacing. Yeah. And amazing. Hey, Grimace is cool. Leave him alone. <laughs> but no, just in general, I, I feel like she's such a powerful character. She's basically Marvel's answer to Superman, yeah, right? Yeah, she is. Yeah. yeah exactly. So I'm, I'm really hyped for this movie. Don't get me wrong in any way, shape or form. But I'm just worried that it's going to be... The she turns up saves the day for every single answer now. How maybe, but how how good does the young Samuel L. Jackson look? Oh, what I they've done saying, for yeah. animation and things like that is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. unreal. Huh? I was saying that you know uh, you and I discussed this the other day on one of our podcasts yeah. where um, was the Predator one? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but where you know, and I was saying to you that. That by the time they get to this film, they would have perfected it. Back when we saw it, when they did a little bit of it in one of their um, previous films, yeah, it was okay and, and whatnot, but they're not going to release a feature film when he's a major character in it mm-hmm. and not have it done properly. This is not Warner Brothers doing Justice League and trying to mo-cap something out. you know. But, you know, Netflix are currently doing it with Martin Scorsese's The Irishman, right? With Al Pacino and, and Robert De Niro. What do you mean? You don't know about this? No. Netflix, Irishman, Martin Scorsese, directorial. Right. Al Pacino. A new film. Yeah, new mm. film. The Irishman and, and uh, Robert De Niro who go through like decades of this um, this film, right? Uh, eras. A couple of decades of... Uh, <laughs> a couple of decades over... Some era. <laughs> right, right, okay. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> oh, I, my I, God. I, I get it. You I know get what I'm you're saying. saying. Yeah. yeah, and um, they are doing the mocap, uh, you know. Uh, so, basically, they're, they're just stuff. updating Benjamin Button. Yeah, but, yeah. So, you'll him. see a young Al Pacino, young Robert De Niro. Yeah. All the way through the 70s and 80s. And then they, I don't know whether they actually become old like they are now. Yeah. <laughs> but if I'm there not. was no Benjamin Button, there wouldn't be things today. Yeah. Well, there would have been something else and then things Correct. today. Yeah. Well, yeah. there was um, Polar Express with Tom Hanks was one of the first. Was that right? Yeah. Because yeah. I never watched that because it didn't, didn't interest me. I hate train mm. films. Clover. Okay, Under Siege 2, like, fuck off. Get yeah. on a train, fuck off. Anyway. Snakes on a train. <laughs> Snakes on a train. The other trailer that's come out that I'm, I've seen like four times now, it's had amazing reviews out of TIFF. Yeah. Uh, Toronto International Film Festival. Yeah. And that is uh, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga in A Star Is Born. Do you know what? It's got early Oscar buzz. Yeah. This is my most awaited film as we see here right now. I can't believe I'm saying that. I haven't I, watched this trailer. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to have to go and watch it. it I amazing. also agree. I, this, this, this is also one of, uh, you know, it's my top five. Uh, uh, awaited films because they've got a queen coming out soon. Oh, it's, it's overtaken Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, jeez. I mean, that's a bit. No, it has for uh, me. Because my favorite joke around this latest film is like, you know, here's a movie about Bradley Cooper trying to teach Lady Gaga how to sing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but that's the joke. Mm. I get that the film 
<laughs> He's supposed to be really good. Sure. Man, I can't wait. And this is the fourth remake of, or fourth adaptation of A Star Is Born. I think that I will enjoy A Star Is Born a lot. I think that like I'll really thoroughly come out going, yeah. But I think that I'll get more out of Bohemian Rhapsody. I, I reckon, my belief is mm. A Star Is Born will be a better film when you take it, take it all away with you. I think Bohemian Rhapsody will be a really fun film and a great film. And I'm hanging for it, by the way. But the subs, I'm a bit concerned about the substance of that film. You know what I mean? So, like, so, this is the, so I got more out of Munich, right? Mm. Yes. I got, you know, as in like, <laughs> I enjoyed that. It was great, whatever. Yeah. But I took more away from Top Gun. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. Yeah. That's how I feel about Bohemian Rhapsody. I know no. it's going to be, uh, a, you know, it's supposed to be a blockbuster. It's it's kind of the Wayne's World of <laughs> <laughs> things. Well, Wayne's World actually put that song back on the map. Back on the map, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 definitely. Anyway. Uh, yeah. yeah, but, but the, gr- <laughs> the great thing here, guys, the great thing here is we have two awesome music musical biopics to look forward to. I think that's great, man. Because I lo- like come this time of um, come this time of the year, I'm sick of blockbusters. I'm sick of like popcorn things. I want something with a bit of substance, and these are two films that do that. You know, hopefully. We're in. Uh, the last one we want to talk about on trailer pack is uh, just one that you wanted me to bring up, Shawnee, and that mm. is um, Monday. Monday, 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 yeah. Which, I can't let you go. Unfortunately, is playing. Well, in fact, it'd be near finishing. It's right now as we record this podcast. It, it would be a finishing. It's one and only screening at major cinema <laughs> screenings around the around the country in Australia. Wow! Uh, but it came out of um, uh, some of the underground festivals in in, in Australia, uh, as well as overseas in TIFF and things like that. It's had amazing reviews and it's Nicolas Cage starring in some sort of like love horror. Yeah, now I gotta I gotta warn people out here. When you say amazing reviews, it does, right? But that's critical reviews. I can tell you right now, this is not an audience movie. Well, I mean for the mainstream. I mean, sure. And I get that because of the fact that it's not showing, you know, even though it's getting great reviews, it's not showing anywhere. Yeah. Really? It's showing once. Yeah, but Whiplash was the same, and that's a great film that that everyone should watch. Yeah. I'm saying this is not for everyone, this movie, no matter of the release. But Whiplash didn't show what? At cinema? No, it was small. I haven't seen it still. Really? Same with Ex Machina. I haven't seen Ex Machina yet. Neither have I. You guys fucking suck. You know what? Bring bring it into me, put it on my table, on a DVD. It would be great if it was more available on other content. Yeah, I will watch it. True. If it's in front of me, if it's available. What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? I went to JB, wasn't there? Went online. I didn't there. go to JB. But what can I do? <laughs> I did. It wasn't there. What can I do except for sit in my house and wait for it to come to me to my <laughs> little thumb pressing on a button on my remote? What can uh, I do? <laughs> All right, we're going to move on. Um, <laughs> Transition. Too drunk, guys. When the bucket. Two drunk guys. 
What was that one? See, you can tell after three hours that we're particularly drunk now. We are literally pissed. How are you going? I'm great. I'm fantastic. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, you're holding your own? You're only, yeah, you've been on one, two, three, four, five fools. Mm-hmm. Four fools, sorry, I can't even count. There you go. And a bucket. And a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> and a bucket full of. Uh, right, so two drunk guys and a bucket is very simple. We have people write in each and every week, they give us a word, and using our nostalgic video store brains that we have. 20 uh, years of history! Yeah, have you not listened to Video Acts 1, 2, and 3? Um, <laughs> uh, we, we, we try to like re- relate anything like that comes now. to our minds like around that word. It's pretty, it's pretty simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and this is, actually, this is the part that I really like. Like Sean's wearing a Deadpool t shirt, so I'd be like going, oh, Deadpool! Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty obvious. <laughs> <laughs> and Liam's got a. Uh, pizza cat. A what? A pizza cat. A pizza cat. Samurai pizza cats. Oh, oh of course. Oh, my gosh. Of course. I d- and I'm wearing, I'm, evil, I'm, I'm wearing an Evil Dead t-shirt. Uh, evil Dead. No. Anyway, so, anyway. Uh, Jason, you have the bucket. Could you okay. please tell me what, 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 yeah, what is the yeah. word this week so we can think about it? Okay, so looking at today's word. <clears throat> today's word starts with E... And ends in T. E.T. Go. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's E-T. a weird one, man. It's hard. It's ready? Everyone got a pen? Yeah. I know you're driving right now listening to this. <laughs> you and your pen. And. Usually I'm the one driving. Do like a voice memo or something or write it down, but. If you're going to write it down in the car, make sure you're at a traffic light or something. Yeah. No, you have your phone on your wait, 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 wait. Oh, oh. Hey, Siri. <laughs> hey, Siri. Oh, oh my, my Siri oh. went off. Is yes. That Siri went off. <laughs> Actually, I want, to, I want to get her uh, theory on what she thinks here, right? Okay, ready? ready? Hey, Siri. The word is... Yes. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Hurry up, mate. <laughs> hang on. You paused way too long. Oh, did I? Yeah. Hello? Hello? All right. I'll tell you what. You've never used Siri before in your life. Let, let, tell me what the word is and I'll go, hey, Siri. Right. Tell me what the, word. the word is environment. Oh, jeez. All right. I already know where I'm going with that one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, straight away. I've already got a catalogue. Done. <laughs> oh, done. I, like, I like that. That's yeah. good. So what's Siri think, though? Hey, Siri. Movies, though. Say movies. Uh, can you tell me about environmental movies. Sorry, I can't search what something is about, but I can search by title, actors or directors, and categories like horror or action. Can you tell me about the category environment? No. No, she's hung up on me. She's out, man. She hung. Oh, my God. You see, this is why Terminator would never work so well. (laughs) 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 Right, so what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Ooh. The obvious one for me is is like documentaries. Yeah. So you want to just read them out and get them out or, or, or what are you thinking and then move on to something more interesting? Or? I'll, I'll, if you guys are going to do your docos, you can do that, but I've got one that came straight to my head. No, no, let, let's go where you went. Where would you go? Um, so environment, for some reason, the first thing that came to my mind was the movie Evolution. Evolution. Yeah, it came <laughs> yeah. out in 2001. Yeah. Um, David Duchovny? 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. Um, Tim. He's got a little happy smiley face on yeah, the record, uh, exactly. cover. Yeah, exactly. Tim, what did I say? Tim, not Tim Curry. Um, um, Tim the Tall Man Taylor. Maybe. What's. It had Orlando Tim Jones Allen. in it. Tim Allen. Tim Allen, yeah. It's not uh, Tim no, Allen. no. I think oh, it's got. I'm is it got Mos Def in it? Um, no, there's Orlando Jones you're thinking of. Oh. I haven't seen the movie. Quite the it's got Sean William Scott, though. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah he's, right. the, he's the comedy. Scott. Yeah, 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 great movie, and it's got the brother from My Name Is Earl in it. The, yes. the big guy. What's yeah. wrong with Jake Gyllenhaal? Where like wolves start roaming in New York and it over floods. Oh yeah, day uh, day after tomorrow. Day after tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of environment. Oh, hundred percent. Well, that's what happens as an effect of mm. us being dickheads. <laughs> Oh my gosh! So hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, <laughs> hang on, hang on. Let's let's rope this in. Peter. I can't. I can't. No, no. Yeah. It's happening. No, it's so, happening. So evolution was sci-fi. Yours was disaster. So if you want to go on a disaster rant for a second, I because disaster all I'm doing. could be. Oh yeah, okay. So let's talk disaster. Um, Twister. Twitter. Thank you. Twister. 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 Yeah. Twister. Yeah. The cow. Is that another cow? <laughs> oh. oh my god, I got another one with that. Sharknado? Yes, damn you, I was writing it down at a time. <laughs> How was that environment? Because uh, it's a tornado <laughs> with sharks going around in it. <laughs> yes. Sharks aren't flying if it wasn't for the environment. He's got a point there. What was the uh, what was Science the last bitches? one? It was something ridiculous, like it was on a beach. Shark, or, no, um, Sharknado five or whatever or six, and it's now they the go desert. to the future. Oh. oh, yeah, and then they come back and stuff like that. Yeah, it's yeah, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> but they know it's bad that they even rip it off themselves. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course. Oh my, I've got one that none of you will guess. Oh, I will. Give me one hint though. I'll give you a, a decade. Okay. That it came out in. Okay. Eighties. I've got one. Alright. But it won't be oh hang on, I've got two. Oh I didn't get one. You oh. said give me one. Uh, you give me the other. You pick which one you want and then we'll go from there. But hang on, are you still hang on, are you still in disaster films? No. No, I'm in I'm in um, environment. environment. Environment, yeah. I'm going to go with one. I'm going to go with my instinct. I, I think yeah. it'll be wrong, but I'm going to go with it. Uh, Lord of the Flies. No. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even come to my mind. No. no. Which one? No, that's... Oh, you could say it's environment. But Lord of the Flies is a good one. Okay. Can you give me that one or not? Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good. Yeah. Because yeah, you could talk about environment in any sense. Like, oh, you could, of course, yeah, we could of start course. talking about prison films because I, I that's was, the environment. Well, I was going to say Mad Max because of apocalyptic that environment. Whole, well, yeah, environment. <laughs> but yeah, we post-apocalyptic. Probably, yeah. We, yeah, environment's a pretty big genre. Because then hey, you talk about sea. It, no, it is what it is. That's that the is thing. Is, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm trying to stick to as much as I can more about natural environment okay. as I can. Yeah. But that's it's me. a couple that... of interpretations because the other one is a an unusual environment in which a film is made. You know, mm. but let's keep going down your eighties. Where were you? Uh, I was at Gorillas in the Mist. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because that's that's an environmental problem. 
you know, people going and, and chopping killing, trees down. Chopping, yeah, but also yeah, yeah and, and then going and killing the apes. So that was the um, Sigourney Weaver, yeah. Sigourney Weaver, yeah, playing yeah. Diane Fossey post uh, Alien. Uh, yeah. yeah, and 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 that 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 film today still works. Mm-mm. I've seen. Yeah, it. I, I haven't seen it for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah. and it, it's still harrowing. You know, uh, it depends how you feel about animals, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but unless you're heartless, you you, you <laughs> tend to you know feel for these things. These Let, let's stick to decades here. That's a good way to do it. So another eighties film I've got is uh, something that was really close to me that no one will ever know, <laughs> and it was. Uh, a movie called Emerald Forest. No? No. The, the, look, it, the name seems familiar, but I couldn't tell you okay. anything. So it stars Powers Booth. It was about this group, a family who get kind of trapped with an indigenous um, tribe in, in the forest, right? And they live off the land and they become part of the tribe and yada, yada, yada. It was one of the first VHS tapes that I ever had. So it was obviously back before... Any digital, so you just watch them over and over again, yeah, you know, because you probably only have four or five VHS tapes completely because they were like $80 or whatever. <laughs> anyway, it was, yeah, I don't even know how we got them, but, sure. but you'd watch them over and over again, you know. Um, so yeah, Emerald Forest was uh, was one that was an 80s classic for me. I mean, I can't stick to the genre, uh, to decades. Well, let's go so 90s, oh. no, Fern Gully. Yes, that's a good one. Oh, Fern Gully. Fern Gully you just is... reminded me with the environment yeah. and the forest and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. Like that's Yeah, you are an animation nutter. You love it. It, it seems to me this yeah. night. It's coming out, yeah. But so can we head to something like um Dot and Keto? Did what? you ever see that? No. I saw it then before time, but that doesn't really count. Well <laughs> everything counts. Everything counts. Um, Dot and Keto was something that I watched uh religiously and when I was probably eight years old and it was a mixture. Of, I have was, never heard this in my entire life. Really? Yeah. Man, it was live action uh, animation. It's a right. Space Jam, basically. Right. Um, and it was in Australia and uh, Dot was... Koala. Go, no, she was a Can girl. She was, she was an animated girl going on an adventure and Keto was a mosquito uh, <laughs> I see what they did yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, I only just did mine explosion. <laughs> <laughs> My eight-year-old self was like, "What? <laughs> what? How did you not know?" Um, I just said it out loud. I was like, "That makes sense." Uh, yeah, and and they go through sort of just the the, the natural world of things. I can't remember what the storyline was now, but it felt very dramatic back at the time. Hmm. Look it up. Okay, I will. <clears throat> oh my god! Oh, I got so many on this, all around. Um, oh god! What about? Um, do you know? Do you know a movie that I find very um, environmental that, on the surface, isn't? But it's pretty obvious. But no. um, and that is uh, Wally. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Don't write that down. Yeah, uh, yeah I agree. Is, man. 100%, like it, it's yeah. got such commentary on on the I guess, you know, um a dystopian future on it's just yeah, it's, it's really concerning. That film to me is not only a great animated film and a, a wonderful um uh enjoyable film, but it's also a real um has real commentary like it's really kind of not dark, but it's 
what am I trying to say? It's just kind of sad, actually. Mm. A lot of it's quite of what sad. could happen in the future. Well, there's two elements. There's there's life on Earth and what we've done, and then what we've become as humans. Remember, yeah. they're on that big spaceship, yeah. which is like a cruise liner, yeah. and everyone just floats around on those freaking having um, liquid food and yeah. drink. Yeah, yeah, and they're floating around on the hypercrafts or whatever they are, and and then poor Wally's just down on our freaking deserted Cleaning Earth, up. cleaning up rubbish. Like it's, you know. Yeah. In saying that, there is that one positive right at the end where like they go back and but it's in the credits what I'm talking about. If you actually go and watch the credits part where it's literally like cave painting style, but it starts with yeah. them learning how to fish, learning yeah. how to agriculture again and learning how to build and then they basically redo earth in a more positive way of what it used to be. And it's like them starting again because they kind of, at the end of the movie, you see they kind of neglect the technology yeah. after it kind of abuses them. I, I gotta say that, like I love most Pixar films, mm-hmm. and Wall-E to me is a little bit of a forgotten gem, because that for me, Wall-E would be my top three to four. I'm gonna say it, my top three Pixar films of all time. Yeah, that's big. Yeah, it is, but it is, but for me, it is. Is this another? Hey, that's my top. Five. I think it could be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. Uh, I've got a. I've got a bit of a, a mind shit. Where are you going? Thing We're going, going down on a rabbit here, hole. Man. I've got to be writing. Can I? Can I just go. take you on a journey? Just go. Yeah. yeah. Go. Can I? Can I? All right. I'm going to start with a little bit of a um, audio. Mm-hmm. Oh. Anyone? Oh yeah. Uh... You don't know what it is? Oh, Astro Boy. Oh, Astro Boy, yeah. You guys are kidding me. You didn't know that from the bit. Oh, wow. That's childhood. You missed it. Sorry. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Let me see for a second. I was born in 1990. No, no, no. <laughs> Can we... Uh... Yeah, I get it, man. I've, I've got it over oh. yeah. I used to watch it. Are we, are we doing these things? I don't have Wi-Fi, but um, it would take me an hour to light so, up. So, the reason why I had that... <laughs> Is because this episode is a two-part episode called "The Greatest Robot in the World," mm-hmm. and it, it and I got thinking of it with Wally, and it's about a, uh, a robot named Bruton who goes around the world trying to beat every other strongest robot in the world. He wants to be the greatest robot in the world, and uh, and it, it, it's funny. It just it, envi- it reminded me of environment because of the fact that. No matter what all of, the, of these other robots did in their life, so some of them were loggers because they were strong because they would log things or whatnot, this robot would go around and just try to kill them because he wanted to prove that he was the biggest robot and best robot in the world. And, uh, oh, man, it's such a throwback in my mind. Yeah, how old, how old were you? Doing? I've, 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 I go back on – it's on YouTube. So I go back and watch this probably every five years. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's like a 40-minute – Mm. Thing, if you know what I mean, like both episodes, uh, and it's one of the best animation experiences I've ever had. So much so, I told my boys about it the other day. So funny that you had, you know, the word today, environment, because um, I said to them, I need to show them this wow. double part episode. Wow, uh, because it, it is so special. Out of all of the Astro Boy crap that goes on. Those two episodes were the biggest things that I still remember to this day and I still think relate to what we do as a, a world today. Um, I've, 
also got one that's uh, animated. Yeah. Shock horror, I know. Um, I don't know if it'll load up because... Wind! It's combined. I'm Captain, Captain Planet. Planet. Captain Planet, he's a hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. <laughs> what is Magnify this? Are you serious? On the planet oh, mate, I'm 18 years older than you. He's a hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, you have no idea what this This is like actually This is everything that your word ready? That you brought out said Listen to that, ready? I don't even know what we're listening to yet The same Boom Captain Planet So so basically, for old people who don't have any culture, <laughs> it's a show about why polluting's bad and if you have the power of heart, you're useless. Um, but everyone else has got good ring powers. I'm so glad you brought that up, man, because I completely forgot about Captain Planet. The second and that was you, such a... The second you brought up Astro Boy, I'm like, I have to bring up Captain Planet if we're doing this because that is Captain environment Planet, completely. He's One of the hero. bad guys used to, like... Swim in pollution, <laughs> and he and he got his powers from that. Are we still talking about movies or what? <laughs> we are, man. We're on. The, the, actually, I think Captain Planet probably had a movie. Uh, More than likely, had a movie. It was huge. It was. You uh, don't it was no, for sure. <laughs> for a moment, it was as big as Power Rangers. For a moment, it was. Okay. I had a Captain Planet action figure. Okay. Yeah, it was huge. You're talking about environment. He saved. He tried to save the environment all the time. That's now. That's a biggie. You, yeah. no, I like it. I like it. You would probably say that Daylight's not a environmental film because I guess uh, it was disaster. It's right? more disaster, and no, that's that's fine. So it was, it was man-made disaster. But yeah, exactly. So that got me on to well, films around that time, and there are two volcanic films yes. which are perfect for this, right? Uh, and we're looking at Volcano with um, what's Tommy his face and that face. And Dante's, Tommy Lee Jones. Yep. And Dante's Peak with Bond. Mm-hmm. With Pierce Brosnan. Yep. Yeah. And uh, those two films, which came out probably in the same year, yeah, no well, doubt. Yeah, they did, for sure. Yeah. Uh, they were great back then. Yeah. That's what we had. That's what we had as like environmental films and disaster yeah. films in one. Mm. Yeah. And they were uh, like, Dante's Peak was a very expensive film. Like, they spent like $150 million on that film. Oh, yeah. Back yeah. then, yeah. It's a lot, it's of, a lot money. of money. Um, do you remember uh, at your birthday once, Jay? We gave you a picture um, because you know it was funny to do straight to DVD, uh, straight to VHS. In fact, uh, B grade films. So we framed a movie with Martin Sheen and Luke Perry called Storm, and the catchphrase was "You'll get wet." You've said this three times on this podcast. Yeah, but everyone listens to every podcast, mate. <laughs> Did you want to ruin uh, the, the joke? You just go with it, you know? Uh, okay, I'll go with it. Have you not listened oh, to any uh, other yeah, podcasts? Oh, yeah, that's right. The catch, catchphrase was, uh, you'll get wet, right? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> there are, you know what? I listen to Kevin Smith. And he's, he's been on for 10 years and told the same story probably about <laughs> 50 fucking times. <laughs> but you deal with it. People, listeners love it. <laughs> right, so just go with it next time. 
Well, you're on the roll, man. Oh, uh, keep going. So, so yeah. So I'm saying. So have you seen that? That movie. Have you actually oh, seen uh, it? Besides I, the poster. No, I actually don't think I've seen the film. <laughs> it's terrible, by yeah, the way. Oh, yeah. That's why I haven't seen the film. Why the fuck would I watch that film? Had <laughs> Luke Perry in it. Like, you know, <clears throat> it came off Buffy. Have you got any? Yeah, I got some. Because I've I've got a, a literal one, which yeah. is a newer one. Um, a bit of an Al Gore. Yep. Inconvenient Truth. Yep. Yeah. And the sequel, Inconvenient Sequel. That was good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they were, they were great docos. That's where I was starting yeah. with the doco thing. And the other one for me on that side would be Before the Flood, which is uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's doco. Yeah, we haven't seen that one. As well. Yeah, it's really good. Like like Inconvenient. Mm. Yeah, yeah, really, really good. Who's the number one star for environmental issues? At the moment? Yeah. Oh. Uh, and this okay. is, you know, subjective. Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, Leo would be up there. He, yeah, he's, he's, it's an agenda of his. <laughs> I, would ag- I would agree yeah. that I believe it's Leo DiCaprio. Yeah. Uh, if you follow any of his social media, <laughs> yeah, things, they're not exactly exciting. It's nothing about. I'm not taking that away from environmental issues. No, not at all. No, no, no. no. But it's nothing about his personal life. Yeah, he's like the number one movie star in the world. Yep, and, and it's all about environmental issues. Yeah. yeah. So good hat, on hat off to him, man. Yeah, good on him for using his platforms as yeah, a way of exactly. educating him in through. a more positive way. Yeah. No, compared to being like, man. oh my god, hashtag work out like this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know. Um, so I just uh, wanted to, I mean, unless there's a load of other environmental films you want to go through, maybe I'll just have a quick look at DiCaprio's back catalogue and see if we can find any sort of um, environmental issues in there. Well, I do have one. Okay. One decap that comes up for sure. And this kind of leads me on to um, other movies as well though. Uh, and that is uh, The Beach. So we've got The Beach. Yep. Yeah. Awesome, man. So, I, I agree. Yeah, the beach is about escaping the um, you know the rat race of the city, and then they actually become their own um, you know tribe, and they live off the land. And there's plenty of movies that live off the land. Um, we we'll go sidetrack and then back to ge- decap. So live off the land, going Captain Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, Mar- I just want to sit with Leo for Leo, a second. Yeah, back to decap. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Captain Fantastic, because you recommended that to me. Yeah. And I, it's such a great movie. Yeah, it's awesome. I fucking loved it. I, I I refused to watch that film for so long. And then one time I, I went, you know what? Watch this bloody film. And I'm so glad I did. Yeah. Because it's such mm-hmm. a great I'm so film. glad you did because yeah. you got me to watch it. Yeah. And uh, it it's, really It's the sort of movie you have to force upon someone, you know, like, yeah. just watch it. Yeah. It just really, it really, it. it really touched me, man, yeah. like that movie. Have you haven't seen it? No. No. Yeah. Just watch it. That's all yeah. you're going to do. Captain Fantastic, just watch it. I was going through some stuff at the time and, and that, that, that movie really hit me at the, the right spot and yeah. kept me going for a little while. So, Decap, what else has he done environmentally? Uh, well, Titanic. Titanic. <laughs> yeah. I was like, we're, we're missing one Titanic movie right one now. One giant film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why you want to head over here. But 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 that's not it. Hang on, yeah, hang on, hang on. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. Isn't, isn't Titanic more of a natural... Uh, sorry, it's not really a natural disaster. It's a man-made kind Whoa. of... Oh, no, because it sort of broke off from of the ice environment. Uh, they didn't know at the time. But what, it, 1912... 
I mean, it's not like it whatever. just happened in the last eleven. Yeah. 19, anyway, what whatever year it sunk. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I yeah. I'm going to add into this as an environmental film, Blood Diamond. Yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's not. It's not as like a disaster film or anything like that, and it's not as much as a like a weather thing. It's more it's, a. Yeah, it's more of a, more of a kind of third world country. Environmental world, world thing, like it's a, a natural, it's a natural resource well. to them. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and that's that. So that's how it fits in for me because it's a mm. natural resource, and and he starred in that film to bring to light because you know he could have been in any other films that year, but he decided that in that year I'll do The Departed, <laughs> which is brilliant, and then I'll do Blood Diamond, which is basically bringing to light that a lot of diamonds that come to Cartier and all yeah. that sort of places um, are called blood diamonds because of the fact that... Blood money, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's... A, well, you know what I think of him. He's, he's a legend for mm-hmm. me. But, um, what about... Um, what about uh, Castaway? Tom Hanks. Are you, yeah, going, I mean, are you going off the basis of living off the environment? Yeah, kind of, yeah. and and yeah, it's set in one environment as well, so it's a okay. slight take okay. on. Yeah, it's not really, get, it's get, not really sharing environmental issues get, so much. I get what you're putting. I'm picking up what you're putting. Yeah, together. it's yeah. more just like he he lives in one environment, and he lives off the land, yeah. like we talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love that. That's a great film, man. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, Three hours back when Robert Zemeckis was still on point. <laughs> I, I, I think I, I've said this once on a podcast before, but I took a girl out for our first day ever to a gold class screening of that, um, which is probably the biggest mistake ever. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, it's three and a half hours and you sort of like, well, I was completely into it, but I think she was asleep on her, <laughs> you know, lounge yeah. chair. Yeah. They're relaxing <laughs> chairs, right? They're yeah. really soft. But I don't regret anything. Uh, but <laughs> you had a good night. Yeah, I had a great night. It was a, it was a brilliant movie. Can I talk a, a, a little bit kind of left uh, in environmental? Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, in environment, in filmmaking. Yes. I need to mention a movie, a small little film called Cube. Oh, yeah. It's set in one environment, which is a basically a cube or a box. Man, this movie's made for like $7,000 or something. I need to see this again. Yeah. Have you not seen this, Liam? I've never even heard of it. Oh, man. Oh, man this, man is, this is a... It, you know, forget... Well, not forget. Saw was fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's, this it's is before. Before Saw, right? Mm. So, um, and it, it's essentially, it's just like a... Imagine a Rubik's Cube kind of thing. And each little box represents a room. And in that room, you have to... You have to Work out a way to get out of that room. With it's kind of like every little cube is an escape room. Yeah, it's like how an do you work room. out how to get through yeah. this? But yeah. if you don't work out how to get through it, you you, die. you get yeah decapitated or like Hellraiser style or Saw style, right? But this move, this entire film is made in this like a couple of boxes, mm. a couple of rooms. Yeah, and yeah, but, but it's still I know I saw it probably um, honestly probably within the last two years. How have they not remade this? Yeah. For know, such right? a cheap budget. They could just put it into a soundstage in Fox Studios. Yeah. Here in Sydney. It's so clever. And make it for, you know, let's say you spent a million on it. Yeah. To get Today. proper actors, like, yeah. to be in it. It's great. 
You'd make your money back in a second. But you know, the, now if if people go, if people rush out and watch it today, remember. <coughs> excuse me, sorry. And remember that the effects are not great, or and all that stuff. But it's, it's, it's more. It's actually bigger than all of that. It's it actually is. more of a yeah. mind fuck. Yeah. Um, and it's a how they get out. And mm. yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that because it is an yeah. environment <laughs> oh film. God, yeah. Like it's it's all set in one area. You know. Yeah. I know there's probably plenty of those kind of films, but. I can't remember the film name. The one where they're out at sea, their boat sinks and that is it open water? Is that the movie name? Oh yeah. Uh, open shark water. movie. Yeah, the yeah. shark movie. Yeah, yeah. If you're talking about like full in one environment, that's literally them out in the yeah. deep blue sea, right in the middle of the ocean. That's pretty Yeah, no intense. Thank you. Yeah, no yeah, thanks. It, yeah. I that like could sharks, be that could actually be my worst nightmare. Well, because you know, there was that uh, true story about like one of the warships that was hit. And in fact, most of the people didn't go down with the warship. They all jumped out and whatnot. And got in sharks, sharks, sharks just, just yeah. sat there and feasted on them. Mm. And that is heartbreaking. Like mm. you would with your popcorn. Are we done? Or? <laughs> 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 that that is harsh. <laughs> is that uh... now? I'm going to give you some a couple of real contemporary environmental movies, right? Okay. One, True. the most one movie that keeps. Sitting with me, and I've seen this film already probably about four or five times. And every single time I watch this film, it gets better. But it wasn't the classic from day one. Okay, it's from the director who did the Dark Knight trilogy and Interstellar, right? Sorry, and sorry, Interstellar, Inception, Inception, yeah. Interstellar is the film I want to <laughs> say. Yeah, uh, man, that movie is something else. I haven't seen it. Don't ruin it. Yeah. I was oh, you have either of I. Oh, what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, but you got to watch it. I it's... find it hard to watch space films. Man, this is like a I need modern... to be right in the mood for one. Hey, this yeah. is like a modern classic. Like yeah. it is like two thousand and one, and then Interstellar. Like seriously, like. In it? Um, Matthew McConaughey and it's brilliant but it's the sort of movie you need to watch a couple of times because it's a real mind yeah. it's, it's weird like it's kind of like if someone said you know here's chocolate and here's peanut butter I'm going to mix it together and give it to you and then I said no I don't want it that's what Interstellar feels like right like you've got McConaughey yeah You've you got, got man, you Christopher got Nolan, yeah. you've mixed them together, you've given them to me, and then I've gone, nah, I'm not going to watch it. I know, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. So there's so many things going on. First thing is, Why this has got I one of the it? best scores from Hans Zimmer I've ever heard, right? Mm. That's whatever. Whatever, right? whatever. yeah. Yeah. Uh, second thing is the environmental side of it is, the reason why they have to go do an interstellar mission oh, yeah, and find spoilers. another place to live it's because of the dust storms yeah. that happen uh, across the world and they kill all, like, food and crops, right? Yeah. So they're literally living off corn. So we've run out of food, right? Uh, and farming is just the only way to live, really. Uh, and so you they need to do move... do everything on the ground. Huh? Just do everything on the ground. Build massive bunkers and... But that ruins the movie. <laughs> but, well, well, maybe. But anyway... Um... <laughs> I'll watch it and then I'll complain. <laughs> Yeah, but not only that, then then they go on the interstellar mission. Yeah, and the sci-fi part of it is like visually amazing, and and really complex. Yeah, the way they've created everything, and then there's this 
last act has got like an amazing twist that you'll either go, oh my God, I have no idea what's going on or um, it's the best thing ever, right? Yeah. And I've basically watched it three or four times and the last act I'm still going, I get it, kind of. I'm going with this interpretation and... Yeah, I, I just I think it's an amazing film. An cool. Amazing I, film. I, okay. Obviously, I want to watch it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's unfortunate you didn't see it on the big screen, to be honest. Um, and there's a scene in this film that is absolutely gut-wrenching. And if you, Sean, do not sit there and bawl like a baby when you see this yeah. particular scene. I'm a baller, so... I know. You know. Man, this scene, this scene is like... Like unbelievable, and for those on the pod who are listening, that you know what I'm talking about. That what do I say here? The scene where he's watching the video about his kids—that's that'll prompt it. Um, so Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. Yeah. There you go, guys. Watch it, man. Yeah. Unfortunately, you're watching it on a TV, which is you know, but it is an amazing film. However, having said that, the first time you watch it, because it almost goes for three hours, first time you watch it, you'll be like going, "Okay, that were, like what?" What like yeah. it's all enjoyable and yeah. fun and fast paced and blah blah blah. But at the end of it, you'll be like, "Hang on, what?" And you all need right. to actually almost get it, get to the second time, just like Inception. I will just watch like it. Inception. I will watch it uh, tomorrow. You cannot watch it late. You got to be in the mood. Yeah, but I, that's when I'm in the mood. Yeah, yeah. Because I have children, mm. <laughs> so when I go to sleep, that's when I'm in the mood to watch something. Exactly. It's something that I reckon M would love too, man. Like it's a, it's a. Complex. Oh, I'll watch it with her. Yeah. Complex. Yeah. Hopefully, South City wins tomorrow, and then uh, <laughs> I'll watch it in a good mood. Go Rabbitohs. Yeah. What about? Um, I'll wrap this up for me. Obviously, you got Martian. That was you know science the shit out of it. Yeah. That one. yeah. Aaron Brockovich was a you know doing all the um mm-hmm. the, the um Kate class action. Space well, Cowboys. Want... <laughs> Avatar. I mean, obviously, oh, Avatar cool. was all about yeah, yeah. Pandora's environment. And the last one for me is going to be, um, it's kind of, uh, it's my interpretation. And that is Planet of the Apes, the original, the original, right? When Charlton Heston is on that beach and he says, you fucking humans have done it. You fucked up. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably haven't seen it, no? I've seen the Simpsons rendition. <laughs> you yeah. damn you! Yeah, exactly. Damn so you, you got you got apes. the Empire. Sta- um, sorry, the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. coming out of the beach on the east coast, uh, which is actually not the east coast. It's um, sorry, yeah, the east coast. Yeah, but it's actually New York under sand. Yeah, and the Statue of Liberty is coming up, and basically Charlton Heston's worked out that we've fucked up the earth. You know. And this is like the last. It's pretty full on, man. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, that to me that was an absolute environmental statement. Completely, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let's uh, let's finish on that one then, mm-hmm. uh, Liam. Thank you so much for for joining us tonight. Thank yeah. you very much for having me. How I've, was had that? A, I've had a blast. It's been great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we promised you an hour and a half, and we've got three hours and forty minutes <laughs> at least. Uh, oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, we've had fun. But we have, yeah. We might have to do a two-parter on this. <laughs> There's no. been a lot to talk about, that's for sure. Yes. <laughs> you don't like the two-parters. <laughs> no, just, just too much just put it out. I'll listen to it, yeah. Too much uh, suspense. No, yeah. Um, Jason, again, you're here. 
but guys, if, wait, when are you starting listen, your new podcast? Why are you just I, I, I know I said before that we weren't great at social media, but uh, we do pop up every so often a few videos of us going to see films. We talk yeah. about it before and after. So if you, you want to see what we think of those films before and after we get in and out of the cinema, then jump onto our uh, Instagram at uh, the movie guys uh, off topic and Facebook. Also, uh, off topic with the movie guys. Also, we'll be hosting uh, Conor McGregor versus Khabib at uh, Event Cinemas Tagra. Yeah, yeah, Do yeah. That yeah. Fight. You know, that's a big one. Like, if you guys listen to us and you're local, especially to the Central Coast, you know, come and join us for that one. That's going to be a huge match. Yeah. Um, you know, we're going to look at possibly running a podcast from that. We're not sure how that's going to work yet, no. but but so we'll be hosting. What we do know mm-hmm. is that. Uh, well, especially Jason will be hosting that one. <laughs> UFC is uh, his, his little baby. Thing, yeah. um, but we will both be around. We'll and, all be there. Uh, yeah, all You'll three of us will be there. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And, 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 you know, we love to chat to anyone. So if anyone listens to the show, come down, come say, say hi. hi. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and yeah, we'll enjoy the, um, however the, the match rolls out. Yeah. Um, Should be fun. Sunday the 7th. Sunday the 7th, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yeah, Tugra Event Center. October, yeah. Yeah, cool. Jump on, book your tickets. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, Next time. Yeah, thank you, guys. I uh, love you like a brother and a sister and a cousin I once had twice removed. I don't know. Something like that. That's a bit bit a simple favor of you and a Kendrick. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Bye-bye. 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 Ciao. Laters. We out. Bye-bye.